All right, welcome on in to another Last American Pubcast. This is episode 10. We appreciate you being here. This is Tom from America Floats. I'll let everybody else be introduced. This is Frank from Let's Be Frank. Hey Abby guys. Libby from Conspiracy Pilled. Mm-hmm. PJ from Wartime Propaganda. And oh. you know him from his many panel appearances, as well as his videos that expose the mainstream media's biased agenda. This is Ryan from Drone Tech, the Drone Tech channel. So thank you all for being here. And for all of you at home, watching and liking, subscribing and following, commenting along. Everybody say hello. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Konnichiwa. It's great to see everybody. Hola. Okay, now I'm just going to say this right now. I can't hear you, so I'm going to jump and try to figure that out, and I'll be right back. (laughs) Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, There we go. Well, that was a fun show. Good night, everybody. (laughs) All right. I actually also have to jump really quick, and I'll be right back. It's the worst time for something to happen. Good night, everybody. Somebody came down to me and was like, hey, we need you real quick. So, All right. We're losing everybody here tonight. I don't know what's going on. Bye, PJ. All right. Well, let's get going tonight uh, without our uh, host that had to bail on us out of all of a sudden. Uh, Talking about what's currently going on, we've had a lot of issues. Hey, Tom, you back. Can you hear us? Tom? I don't know. I'm good. Okay. I don't know what was going on there. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's great to see everybody. Great to see you. Great to have Ryan here tonight with us, uh, joining us to talk about things that are currently going on. And it just seems like it continues to get worse from week to week with this current regime and the way they've been going after their political opponents. And of course, it's always different when they do it. Right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, always. Of course. I mean, that's what do you think? Like all the propaganda that we hear from a day to day basis, all of it is just meant for that. It's just meant to like. So when people come back at them like, oh, you're doing things that you said that were a danger to democracy. Oh, no, 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 no. It's because it's different. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of stuff. We know we had the Biden's uh, speech from hell the other night where he was actually broadcasting from hell uh, and giving his speech to basically it was a single for all of his supporters. And of course, uh, it was a prelude to what we've been seeing with the raid of, of Bannon, who they decided to go ahead and perp walk for aesthetic effect because that's what they want. This is a trial run, a dry run, if you will, for their attempt to arrest Trump before the midterms. I'm still going to stand by that. That is something I've been saying now for quite some time. I think you and I, uh, uh, Ryan, were on a panel together where we kind of discussed this about a year ago that this is where we were kind of headed yeah oh yeah it's been i mean really you you could see this coming uh for the last 20 years probably i mean during the bush years anytime uh the government you know there'd be a government shutdown or something like that they'd always blame the republicans always uh accuse them of being like suicide bombers and terrorists and then you know their opposition to obamacare they said you know republicans want you to die and uh uh they, they've been kind of leading up to this point for a while. It's been pretty clear to see that, you know, especially with the media being dominated clearly by Democrats, uh, it's been clear that they they eventually want to criminalize. I know that sounds crazy, but they want to cr- criminalize uh, the Republican Party. And I've talked about it before that, you know, the Republicans are always accused of being authoritarians or Trump. The thing is, and I'm not an expert on this, but if you if you look at people who are, they'll they'll tell you that. You need an authoritarian needs a, a support base, an institutional support base in order to, you know, help them be authoritarians. And Republicans and, and Trump don't have that. Biden Democrats do. And that should, I think, scare people, especially since they're, we're so used to them accusing us of what they're engaged in. 
And so if they're accusing us of being authoritarians, then, you know, it's probably because that's what they're doing. According to the most recent comments on our She-Hulk video, though, there is no such thing as left-wing media. So, ah, yeah. It, it well, yeah, because it's not straight up communist, like <laughs> Stalinist propaganda. I mean, it's right, close, yeah. but. Well, according to what is it? Who's it? Ibram X. Kendi in his book. If he, if you want to fight today's racism, you're going to have to project your racism into the future. If you want to fix last year's racism, you got to be racist today. So if they're going to tell you right now, you're a racist, therefore they can be racist against you to you. Uh, the next step is they call you an authoritarian. Now they get to be an authoritarian to stop you. Exactly. The rule is it doesn't exist and it's good actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it- yeah. Well, that's how, that's the, that's the pattern, right? It starts out. Oh no, no, no. There's this loud, you know, <laughs> uh, they get really outraged. This isn't happening. They're lying. It's all propaganda, especially with like Chris Rufo. You saw that. Oh, look <laughs> at this quote. He said that he's making it up, but then, you know, pretty quickly it's, Oh, well, but we need this. And then you have like Malcolm Nance and, and Ben Shapiro arguing over it. And you get these people who have no idea what CRT, they accuse us of that, but they don't really know what it is, you know, and they think it's history. It's teaching history and all this kind of thing. So, yeah, we had we had this moment where they tried to define what the uh, the evil MAGA Republican is. It's anybody that denies election results, anybody who um, riots or or uh, attacks police. Uh, but these are all of the same things that Democrats have done. Uh, for decades and up to recently, uh, this last decade. And then, of course, we had a 2020 Summer of Love. You had Peter Ducey during the press conference with uh, Kareem Diversity Hire Jean Pierre the other day, where he actually called her out on one of her tweets denying the election results of President Donald Trump, basically calling him illegitimate. Uh, so wouldn't that make her a threat to democracy? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to go. I, I definitely will, though, because for me, this was like, this was a big one. I, I had been wondering, like, why is nobody asking her about this? It's an obvious question because it's out there. It's public. I, I thought everybody knew about it. And the, and I had actually tweeted, like, maybe uh, three or four days before Ducey asked and asking, like, why is nobody asking this question? And um, what besides the fact that she, you know, went into it, it's a different one. We do it kind of a thing. What's really telling is how nobody else in the media has asked that or did like any kind of like real follow up or anything on that. Like if these people were if it was a Republican up there, man, they would all be standing up and shouting and acting like they were activists, you know, uh, protesters like they did all through the Trump years. But there's none of that because they're not interested in pointing out that because they're just themselves. They're so invested in this narrative. They can't do it. Yeah. And we forget that it's not even just Trump. Like they were insisting that Bush stole 2000 and then (laughs) I need a beard. They were insisting that Bush stole 2000 and then 2004. Sorry. Yeah, wasn't that Biden's recent tweet? You know, you can't be, you can't uh, love this country and also claim that we have unfair elections. You know, except in 2000, 2004, and 2016, and Georgia in 2018. Outside of that, though, you literally, you just really can't question. <laughs> yeah, even uh, even questioning the methods of vote counting, right? You you can't question the Dominion voting machines. You can't question uh, smart tech or anything like that, unless you're the Democrat who questioned about them in previous elections saying that they, you, they could be issues in elections and that would cause them to be stolen. If, if, if the Republicans win as much as they should in 2022, then voter fraud will be the new black in 2023. It'll be all the rage again. Oh yeah, exactly. And we see this pattern over and over. It's that's, it's, it's got like a, ga- I hate to say gaslighting cause it's like overused now at this point, but it has like a gaslighting effect. 
You know what I mean? Like oh, when yeah. you, you have like the Bush years, they treat it one way and then you get Obama and it's like, oh, OK, now they overnight they've changed how they report on everything. Then you get to Trump and same thing over and over. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that's on purpose? Do you, do you think they are trying to kind of poke us with that sort of thing? I don't know, maybe, or maybe they're just so disconnected from reality themselves. They just say whatever they want to say in the moment that's convenient. I feel like that's the question. It's like, do they know that they're lying? Do they know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I have no idea what you're talking about. I feel like somebody's about to steal my bike, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it's just the D-rag. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just... like Very distracting. Like, to me, it drives me crazy that, like, we have to listen to them talk about how violent... First of all, when Karen Jean-Pierre gets up there and she's like, how clear that they're being about everything. We're being clear. Biden's been clear when nothing about it is clear. It's all these kind of vague generalities that they're making with no examples to back up anything they're saying. And they keep accusing us of taking away rights, even though Republicans aren't the ones in power. You know, Democrats have been in charge of the country for two years. Uh, but then they, you know, they accuse, oh, and Republicans are all about violence. Like all the biggest political violence that we've seen over the last seven years clearly has been from the left. I mean, even before the 2016 election, you had like mobs of people beating up Trump supporters like in San Jose. And then you had like the Democrat uh, who attacked the GOP baseball game while screaming, this is for health care. You know that the FBI tried to claim that that was uh, uh, suicide by cop. Like, that's weird, right? Like, why was that not dug into more? Like, eventually, Ray admits, yes, it's domestic terrorism. But why did they not say that for so long? You know, it, obviously, because the media would have to ask, oh, who radicalized this guy? Oh, it was us. You know, that's not going to happen. Well, it's, like a <laughs> it's like a dampening effect. Hello. <laughs> PJ, I swear you're being robbed in the moment. We, we see Tim Pool I'm get swatted. We have people I'm, being robbed. I'm literally being robbed. Are you in California right now? Uh... <laughs> I, I'm not uh, saying any. Are you in a Chappelle sketch right now that we should be aware of? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, the, the left, the, the only way that the left's narrative works, though, is based on this victim mentality. So you're talking about, uh, you know, as as uh, Drone Tech said, they have to claim that they don't have institutional power while they run on the institutions. That's the, <laughs> that's the I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh and make a salient point. It's just not working. Uh, you know, somebody else just take it. My mic's going to cut out at some point again anyway. I'm, I'm pulling in these non-super chat beers because I just want to drink. <laughs> Abby, when the super chat starts nice. coming in, you're going to be wasted by the end of the show tonight. Yeah, I'm always wasted by the end of the show. What are you talking about? Oh, God. I made sure that I started drinking right before I came on here because normally I'd have like maybe two before I get on. It's like, ah. You're slurring your speech by like the second hour, you know, it's probably not a good idea. We, we're like the founding fathers. Everything's in cursive, including our speech. So, uh, yeah, just super like the founding based. fathers. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I uh, that I noticed over on your Twitter when you tweet out, uh, Ryan, is that you make it very clear about when there is something going on within a Democrat uh, regime currently what we have here with Biden with the inflation and the food shortages, energy shortages, and and anything else that's uh, negative. It, it gets covered, but the Democrats are never attached to that coverage. Exactly. Yeah. And you saw that big time during the Obama years. That was a big thing. Um, 
I, I always, when I talk about this, I use this example, but I went back and I looked during the whole kids in cages thing when that was going on. And I'm like, I seem to recall that there was some, you know, similar thing going on during the Obama years. You know, he built these thing, these places. And I started looking into it and I found, I, I zeroed in on some NPR articles where they talked about the overcrowding, but I noticed nowhere in these articles did they ever mention Obama. It was always kind of vaguely government, you know, government this. And I actually reached out to one of the writers uh, on Twitter and she actually responded back and her response I thought was so ridiculous and I, I don't have it anymore because it was on a long band account now but uh, uh, she basically said something to the effect of uh, the lawsuit that we were talking about did not mention Obama and I'm like but he it, he's the president it's his centers like and, and that's what we have to deal with. And then at the end of the Obama years, they say, oh, was scandal free president. Oh, well, because you didn't report any of the scandals like, oh, he's scandal free. And There's that's still- what, that's another like just messed up thing is that they create this like alternate reality bubble, you know, where these things don't happen. And then they spend so much time calling us conspiracy theorists and demonizing us so that if anybody within their bubble does happen to see any of this information, they're just instantly going to discount it. They're still tweeting out the meme of Obama in a tan suit saying this was the worst uh, scandal of the Obama presidency. And it's like, I don't, I don't know how intellectually dishonest you could be, but that that pretty much goes right up to the line. Yeah, I mean, look how they freaked out about uh, like Barr, uh, not Barr, but uh, uh, Bannon ignoring congressional subpoenas and anybody else who did. And it's like, but Democrats set that precedent like Eric Holder had a congressional subpoena. Uh, he ignored it. And uh, <laughs> the devil knife. Uh, he yeah. ignored that congressional subpoena. And was he held accountable? No. When when they tried to hold him accountable, Democrats got up from the vote and walked out. And Obama and all these people were saying, oh, this is all political. It's just political witch hunt. And the media applauded, you know, oh, great job. This is great. This is American. And, and then so they set that precedent. And then it continues happening. Oh, now it's a problem. Now we want to change the rules back. Now the standards have to change because it was different when we did it. I want to say something about this comment right here because she's she's right. Double think is really powerful. And I think one of the reasons why is that it's difficult. And when you're in the process of trying to double think, you feel really smart. Um, and I, it's taken hold at college campuses where kids are, get really high on the intelligence they feel from thinking two things at once. And people are mistaking it for intelligence. <laughs> that is a good yeah. point, I think, yeah. Yeah, that is. That's interesting. Uh, let me ask the panel, you know, because we've talked about this now for the last three weeks um, and talking about the prospects of the uh, Biden regime arresting Trump. Does it happen? Do you guys think this happens? Are are we <clears throat> witnessing the changing landscape and political warfare in, in a chess time? In a chess yeah. match, do you take out all the pawns and rooks and knights and then not? go for the throat you know do not take out the queen i know it's a bad Mm -hmm. example king queen but you get my point like all these arrests all the people they're going after they're building up the case to take out trump and for Mm -hmm. them to stop short just doesn't seem that that seems like a stupid strategy it doesn't seem like the way they're going i think they're just trying to scare him off i don't think they i don't think they're going to actually arrest trump unless they have to and i don't think they want to have to i think they might but if if i had to guess i think they just want to scare him away from announcing a run they want to ransack his kids room, ransack his wife's closet, like make his family members afraid so that mm-hmm. he might feel like, OK, this is not worth that. 
I think that's right. really their last move beyond trying and to. Oh, dare I, you, I, I made the queen jokes like five minutes later. Okay. So nothing's everyone, too soon for me. Everyone knows you have to take out the queen before you can get to the king. Yeah. Well, without now, now, they, see. But here's where, here's where I disagree with you, Tom. I mean, I always disagree with Tom, but especially right now, is that. I lost my train of thought because I was being to talk. Well, I, I can say something about it. I agree with Tom. Uh, I, it's hard to say which way it's going to go there, but and I do agree with Tom in that a lot of this, um, even if they don't actually arrest him, is meant to scare away anybody who might think about working with Trump or, <laughs> you know, yeah. saying the same things that Trump says. It's all meant to be like a threat. Like if you do this, we're coming after you. But, but well, you guys are assuming that you're dealing with adults, and I assume that we're, we're dealing with angry, petulant toddlers. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I think they're they're projecting and mirroring what they're afraid he would do. So like they're yeah. I think they're going to go as far as they would want him to go against them. They're going to set a precedent that says we we raided, we investigated, we looked, we had a commission, we dragged this out through 2024. But mm -hmm. when Trump becomes president, inevitably in their mind, right? They're, they're planning this out. They'll be able to say we didn't have X, Y, and Z. We never arrested. We never had a perp walk. We never did these things because that's kind of the deal they want to be cutting with the public view. If Trump takes over in 24 and then he does all those things that they walk up to the line on but don't actually commit to, then he mm -hmm. is the tyrant that they said he was and that mm -hmm. they, he is just going after harder his political opponents. They can go up to the line of punching him just like your, your, your kid brother or your sister would go, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, and they'll do that with the arrest. They'll probe, they'll prod, they'll make him really uncomfortable, but they won't actually go that far, I don't think. And, and I hope they don't prove me wrong. When have they not gone over the line or gone too far in one direction? Yeah, I mean, that's I think, the thing. The Republicans are always the ones that are like, well, we don't want to do anything as bad as the Democrats do. And the Democrats continue to push further and further and further. And then the Republicans come in and they're like, oh, we're more civil. Isn't it great that uh, Hillary yeah. Clinton broke the law and we didn't arrest her? Or look, we're the good guys. We're wonderful. We're great because we don't prosecute our enemies when they break the law. So they know that's how we play the games. And and they've I've just never seen any any evidence of the Democrats going, well, that's a little too far. We want to push them, but we don't want to cross the line. I mean, we're literally talking about a party that is mainstream wanting to mutilate children and tell you that it's good and make you say it's good or you can be kicked off of social media. I think people like that have no, th there's no line for them that they won't cross. Yeah, I think arresting Trump has been their wet dream since the very, very beginning. Right. It's how a lot of congressional well, members yeah. ran back in 20, uh, 2018 was we're going to impeach that MF or remember that? Mm -hmm. yep. Well, yeah, Did that it's it the impeachment stuff started like before he even after he was elected, before he actually took office, before the inauguration, there was already articles and stuff about impeaching him. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they've been wanting this for a really long time. And I think that they're so lost in their own desires, their own narrative. They're so self-indulgent. I don't think that they're thinking things through to conclusions. They, well, they, they had years. Their own lies. That's the they problem. had years worth of the walls are closing in, bombshell mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all that. Like they need satisfaction. Yeah. Now, with, with that, say, for example, let's just go down this rabbit hole a little, little further, if we would. They arrest them. Are they looking for that violent reaction so they can shut yes. down the midterm elections? I've been yes. at I've been adamant about for sure that is mm -hmm. the the plan. And I'm, I'm I'm not a genius. I'm not anybody that's you know <laughs> that can predict this. But it just feels like it's moving in that direction. Um, as Drone Tech said, labeling anybody that's basically a Republican a domestic terrorist. Right. Like when Biden gets out there and he says that like half the country are 
the domestic terrorist and he actually in one of his speeches a couple maybe a week ago or so ago he said oh we got to save the planet so not only are you saving the country from a domestic terrorist far-right white supremacist threat but you're also saving the earth and it, it's like what can you justify doing it to stop this horrible inhuman threat from from destroying democracy and the earth and I, that's what should scare people i think because I think there's no limit to what they can justify doing. I well, think that's they what could go the full way. That's what they're going to do. They're going to say, again, like if, you, if they can call you a racist, they can be racist against you. And if they can call you an authoritarian or like Trump, they can call him a tyrant. Now they can be authoritarian mm. tyrants in having right. to deal with you or his supporters. Mm -hmm. And in the future, when they say, oh, there's an evil group and they are going to destroy the planet. So we have to get rid of them. They will be justified, they think, in their genocide. So right. I guess justifiable genocide will be a term of the future for the lab. Oh, yeah, totally. And you know what? Uh, I noticed it right uh, after the election that the media channels and, and uh, print started already kind of making excuses for why, oh, you're probably not going to see as many like fact checks of Biden. It's just because he tells the truth. It's like uh, Biden's a prolific liar. What are you talking about? And uh, that kind of evolved over the over the couple of years now where now they're saying, oh, well, we can't be objective. We couldn't possibly do that because the threat is just so it's so persistent and, and uh, existential that we can't be objective it's so funny. It's just like the Obama years all over again, but now they're like putting out, everybody knows that they're full of shit and they're in the, and they, uh, they're basically just an extension of the Democrat party. So they got to put out this sort of rationalization for it. You know, Biden's, I would assume only hardcore Democrats believe Biden's such a liar that his own white house has to fact check him on whether he has cancer or not. And the media waits to do so until the white house tells him it's right. okay. Like that's how fact checking works into this presidency. Yep. There's no running list of all of his lies, even though they're constant. Right. It, you yeah. Know. Uh, Brian Stelter would be having a heyday if he was counting all the lies that Biden was uh, doing. You know what's messed up about that? Not to get on, get on a Brian Stelter thing, but if you know, if you guys remember, and I'm sure you saw this when Brian Stelter uh, was first let go, there was like, and I don't know why I was getting all these tweets, but I'm seeing all these different tweets from different people in the media, like, oh, we're losing a, a great hero in the media and all this sort of thing. I every time I saw one of those, I would ask them, and a lot of some of these people, you know, they work for the Washington Post, NBC, different networks. Um, they weren't getting like a lot of response, so I, you know, I know they saw my response, but I would ask. You know, show me a single example of Brian Stelter holding Democrat Party power to account. You never get a response ever. Well, you don't have you know? to. I mean, he doesn't have to do that. They don't ever step out of line. And that's why he called his show Reliable Sources, because that's he always proposed the reliable source. I'm wondering where we're going to get our reliable sources now that he's been fired. <laughs> it's hilarious seeing the meltdown on Twitter uh, of people thinking everybody calling CNN now a far right network. And they're saying it's Fox Light and stuff like that. Like, really? Like. Especially after Trump had put out on Truth Social, he might need to start backing CNN if uh, Fox continues down the path of never uh, Trumpers and rhinos. Well, I hope he's saying that tongue in cheek because I don't want anyone to think for even a second that CNN might have a change of heart, might turn around and say, oh, you know, on second thought, we're with you guys because uh, unless there's some kind of you know stroke of miracle of genius of whatever that this new CEO has, the new owner has. My suspicion is they want to become like a Newsmax, like, hey, we'll act like we're on your side. We'll even, you know, cross the line that Fox won't cross sometimes. But at the end of the day, they're still going to be controlled opposition. They'll act as the punching bag when they need to. They'll act as the scarecrow when they need to. And uh, it's right, Katie Zed. It is Katie Zed. Hi, Katie. Katie. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, I Katie. just want to say hi. <laughs> 
Did you want to sit down with me for a minute? Okay. Well, hey, we so Katie. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm reporting here live from BasedCon. So for people confused about what's going on. Um, yeah, you should tell us about that. How's I it wanna, been? I will. I will. I want to make one point about what you're just saying. Do you think it's a form of gaslighting, though, this idea that CNN is moving further right and like uh, like CNN and Fox News are coming into this new center where they're like this mainstream, like not nonpartisan media. But what's really happening is CNN went crazy, crazy far left. Fox News went far left and now they can meet in the middle and they can be look this is the middle totally. of the country but the middle of the country would be far left of 10 years ago it, it seems like a form of gaslighting to be to to lie to everyone and be like look the media is fine now we went crazy went to the opposite sides for a little while but now we're back in this very neutral center area except you know mm -hmm. it just happens to be communist essentially like <laughs> yeah I'm mad, that's like, a much better way party, of explaining man. it than i did it's the ink sock party. It's like what they're making. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you see 1984 with the two hands like merging and it's inside, that's yeah. like what's happening. I've noticed, and I, and that's so like cliche too, but man, there are so many similarities to that book and like right. things that are happening now. Hey, it's yeah. crazy. Hey, do you guys remember that uh, journalist that was murdered over in Turkey? You know, Kosoki and uh, the, all the mainstream media press were outraged that uh, Trump enabled this murdering of this uh, righteous journalist who is holding power to account over yeah donald saudi jr arabia. himself donald jr himself went to saudi arabia with the prince and hacked up jamal khashoggi that, all that's by right. I, that's what i heard that's right. i want to i want to ask they, about this. it was uh, it was right after their uh triceratops hunting tour <laughs> is it is it fair to say that fox is far i don't watch fox but i got the sorry, feeling that sorry. they were i'm not saying they're pretty far center eh. well but my point is if they're considered the right the the, the extreme bounds of the right and CNN is, and they're going to both come in and be like, okay, we're not going to be so right. We're going to be trying to be centrist and they're going to be trying to be centrist. Mm -hmm. Fox news is not right wing. They're just not like they're, they're at best centrist with, with a George Soros yeah. backing and a lot right. of leftist like rhino bullshit. So the idea that these are the bounds, these, these are the goalposts, right? Fox news mm -hmm. is on the right. CNN's on the left. It just happens that the entire, that they went like this and then they all went like this. Right. And that's supposed to be center now. That's yeah, the gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call that? Uh, the uh, Overton window. Is right. Overton, Overton window, window has yeah, shifted. Yeah. Yep. And this, so that. Go ahead, Abby. I was thinking about this the other day. People, people like to say, "Oh, they're saying the quiet part out loud." They're saying the quiet part out loud. At least they're saying the quiet part. Out loud. No, they're not. The Overton window just shifted. There's still a quiet part. It's just way worse than the thing they're saying out loud. <laughs> it's just Maoist now instead of no. right. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. when you have Fox News featuring. Uh, Oh, the the tranny from uh, California. What's her name? His name? Uh, uh, Caitlin Jenner. Jazz. Bruce. Yes. Jazz Jenner. <laughs> yes. Uh, as as a paid uh, consultant or a paid uh, person that comes on to give their. But they're not left wing guys. They're not <laughs> left wing. <laughs> well, did feature, you guys see? Then they featured a uh, a, a glowy review about a kid transitioning as well. I believe that they had yeah. that on one of their oh, uh, yeah. online. Articles. That was weird. That was really yeah, bad. that was really weird if too. That's right wing now. Then yeah, I'm sorry, you're you're just wrong. Yeah, it's not right. You know, something about that, uh, Frank, that you were talking about that Fox News did. Uh, something I found very strange about that, and I don't know if you guys saw. You probably did on Twitter the picture of the uh, the girl that got the her. It was like a 13 year old girl who got yeah, the uh, after, uh, what double mastectomy. Yeah, and uh, she they're standing in front of a a little poster that says like, "Eat uh, the teats." No, no, no. It was like uh, be the real you or something like that or yeah. be yourself. And be, it's like 
you're not being yourself. And then the interview that you're talking about on Fox News, the mother who was like this Christian, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's being the uh, she's being the way that God made her. And it's like, but that's not the way that God like, what are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? It's, I've that's said this so many opposite. times. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, born this is Orwellian, way. man. Jesus, I was born this way. That's why I need surgery to be this way. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I need to stop my normal biological processes and mutilate my body to become who I'm really supposed to be. Right. Yeah, then we had that one segment. Oh, we have a... Uh, thank you, Awful Salt. Thank you, thank you. You know what? Maybe a better visual image of this is a slinky. You, you know, like Fox News stays where it's at, and the slinky gets pulled this way, and then you mm-hmm. let go, and it looks like it came back to the center. It just happens to be over here because of which side you let go of, you know? Right. Like the well, whole thing can, shifted. Can that's I ask political you relativism. Something? Yes. And exactly. that's why I'm going to say this right now just as a... I'm going to lay it out, and then I'll shut up. If you're in the middle knowingly then you don't have my respect. Like you can't be mm-hmm. in the middle and say, well, I can see why they say this. And so I can go either way. Like if you know the evil that is represented and it is right now on the left, it could be on the right in the future, who knows? But right now that evil that's trying to corrupt the world is coming from the left. And if you are knowingly a bridge to it by just being the happy middle and you know what's over there and you're allowing these people over here to get that, then, you know, that's, that's what I have a problem with Fox for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys? Did you guys happen to see? Uh, and I would ask you, uh, Major Garrett. Do you guys know who he is? A former Fox guy. Yeah, he's I on uh, CNN, I think now. Uh, so he was a guy who his whole persona is that he's a centrist, and yet mm-hmm. he tweeted out the other day he's got this new book coming out called The Big Truth, which is Orwellian when you hear the rest of it. But he put out this tweet saying that the 2020 election was the uh, the best election in American history or, or the most democratic election in American history. That's what he said. And, and the book is called The Big Truth. And, you know, I made the point that we right. know for a fact now that the FBI, if just this one fact, the FBI, you know, they helped uh, suppress uh, news that was bad for Biden. We know now for a fact that they did that to help Biden's chances. And we know for a fact now that they were telling they were ordering their agents not to investigate Biden for that reason. And we know, you know, Zuckerberg said that, yeah, the FBI came to him. So they definitely, without a doubt, uh, influenced the election. So how can you mm-hmm. possibly call that? And he's supposed to be the centrist guy. So I, uh, I will say that's the new center. Just on, on Fox's behalf, that for a long time, media tried to be unbiased and, and really valued, like deeply valued the idea of being unbiased. And I think that Fox is still not because they're not actively refusing to hire liberal people the way that the other places are, you're getting people who are putting forward these stories like the transition story and, and putting forward awful stories because they're not doing what CNN's doing, which is really, really awful. And I I understand why that's difficult to respect. And I also still kind of respect it. Like they're still trying to hold on to this uh, old ideal where I, they're, I, they're not discriminating. I disagree. I don't think that there is actual... I don't think that the idea of unbiased news has ever been true. And no, I've actually been putting a show together uh, with this premise, just going back to the to Benjamin Franklin talking about this problem of mm-hmm. fake news back in 1860 or er, in 1765. <laughs> like, sorry, I said 18. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was getting robbed. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to do this show. Um, <laughs> what was don't need this street food. What was my point? Uh, yeah, good point. You know, somebody asked for Tim Pool earlier, and I got a Tim Pool heads of gifts. So there's oh, uh, the pools I was on the wondering show what that was about. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was just cold in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as bad as my uh, poster falling on me that one time. Uh, so you guys get to see my hat here. It's all good. Um, 
Do you know who? Uh, do you know what Red Letter Media is? Uh, uh, sorry, no, I lost my point. Well, Red Dude, Letter like, Media. You that? look like Jay, man. I keep thinking I'm like on a stream with Jay from Red Letter Media. Okay. I'll look, look him up later. Okay. I, I want to be clear. I'm I'm not trying to defend Fox. Oh. I think that they are they've done awful awful things. I remember Abby but loves I, Fox. I can, everybody, yeah. everybody, every Abby loves Fox. I can understand why them and a lot of the old guard Republican people one. are still trying so hard to hold on to these old ideas and ideals that they were comfortable with and not seeing the need to shift. I, I remember my point now. So the point I was going to make is that I don't I don't respect Fox or CNN for the same reason because CNN pretends to be the, uh, you know, re- trusted, reliable source, and they hide their mm-hmm. bias, even though it's plain to see. They hide it in plain right. sight. MSNBC I have a less of a problem with because you know their left-wing bias, so you know mm-hmm. what you're getting into. CNN lies about it, and then all of the uh, NPCs go, look, CNN, they claim that they're a reliable central source, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem with Fox News is that they claim to be, or not claim, I mean, they do. They lean into the right-wing bias thing, but yeah. they're not. So. I would rather have news media that actually just tells you, look, this is a story. I'm going to try to get it right. But mm-hmm. I'm also explaining this is where my biases come from. Well, it's an infiltration. Uh, that's, right. That's, right? That's, like if I if I want to be on the right and tell the right what to think, then I'm going to feign being on the right. And I'll say mm-hmm. I'm conservative. I agree with you on the first three things you say. But then when I interject in the conversation, I'm going to say something that you'll feel like you have to agree with, too. And you won't. And it's like what you look at Fox. They say here we have a border crisis. It's terrible. We have this other tax yeah. issue and it's the, inv- the inflation is terrible. Hey, look at this trans kid. And so they can subvert your culture that way. And, you know, uh, drone tech made a point of, you know, they're mentioning, Hey, we're on the left. If this, this is the middle now, how can this be? No, they're going right. to bastardize the language itself. If they're going to call this the most uh, democratic that you said, 2020, they said was the most democratic. Yeah. He election. said the most democratic election in our, the most democratic election in American history. Then that's them bastardizing the word democracy as they continue to do the our democracy is just their communism and eventually if you want to tear it down you're going to have to be the guy who's saying democracy is bad as they have defined it and you don't want to be the guy on paper saying democracy is bad to them Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i mean i think they actually believe at least some of them that democracy means democrats in power as stupid as that is i think that's where they're at Mm -hmm. no kidding they're, yeah, they're shifting of language is their biggest weapon. So you're right on yeah. that. They're very, yeah. very good at it because the right falls in line with their language changes. Because we're Instead just like regular normal people. Yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah. Sorry, Frank was going to say something. <laughs> I'll so hold true. my point. Sorry, Frank. No, go finish your point, PJ. I was just going to say, this goes back to what we were talking about last week with the NPCs. The problem is that you have the NPCs on the left and they get all their talking points from CNN, who's mm-hmm. on point with the leftist talking points. Mm-hmm. And when you have the NPCs on the right getting their talking points from Fox News, who's becoming more and more and more left, that's why we lose. Because our low information NPCs, which we have, let's not lie about it, they are feeding into, oh, well, I'm just a, I'm just a, a what would you call it? Like, I'm a liberal, but I'm not going to call it. Like, I'm, a, I'm like a soft leftist, but that makes me right wing now. And that's what the NPCs on the right believe. They hate the left, so they go to the right, and the re- talking points from Fox News are just leftist talking points. I th- that's why we I lose. think there are a lot of really, really good people on the right. I went to a deeply conservative college, and a lot of people there have not kept up with the world. I think things are changing so fast and it's so scary that there's a lot of really good people who are very, like, their spirit is conservative. Their spirit is wanting to preserve the way that things are. And things have progressed into this 
awful place so quickly and they haven't just caught up with it in their minds. They haven't accepted where we are because the only way we, we can't fix this with a conservative spirit at this point, we have to have a more of a revolutionary spirit. And I thought that, think that there's a lot of really good, really old fashioned Republican conservative people who are just not there yet. Right. They're you not know, bad people. And, and that's a trap. I mean, uh, like I was talking about earlier about Biden, you know, casting us in the most horrifying light. Uh, if we go out and protest, then and I, I've always said another one of the things I always say is that the only legit one of their rules is that the only legitimate protest is one that is advancing their agenda, you know. So <laughs> if uh, if we go out and protest, it's obviously going to be demonized. They're obviously going to crack down on us. You know, it's just going to lead to them further. Like we're in this weird like Chinese trap or something that no matter what we do, yeah, it's the wrong move almost. We yep. just got a new super chat IRL for the first time in the history of the last American podcast. <laughs> $5 super chat yes. IRL. That's amazing. Uh, it's going into the cup. There's a drink for uh, Mr. Zed. Thank you. Thank I you think they Zed. call that a virtual super chat. Yeah. <laughs> where, where I, uh, and actual TV, reality. <laughs> it's actual reality. It's weird. Sorry, go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry. <laughs> And speaking of the media, talking about, you know, the outrage of journalism uh, when a journalist is murdered and they can blame it on Trump. Well, we just recently should be one of the biggest news stories out there, but it isn't because it impacts their benefactors. Right. A Democrat uh, in Las Vegas stabbed to death a investigative journalist in that city. He went to his house and lured him around the house and stabbed him to death and left him there to die in the middle of the yard and left the scene of the crime. Turns out what happens in Vegas does not always stay in Vegas. Right. And and then they try to turn it as they were questioning the sheriff about it. Are you going to condemn Trump for this? Yeah. Here's the reporter. I just linked it in, in private chat. But she, she yeah, she came on. Uh, her name is uh, Dana Resnick Gentry. She, she tweeted out, Metro Sheriff... Uh, talks about slaying of the person, says murder of a journalist, especially troubling, but declines to denounce former President Trump's normalization of violence against reporters. Like what? What did what, like? That's insane. First of all, but like, what? How did he normalize violence against reporters? That's ridiculous. well, because she she's referring to when Trump would call them the enemy of the people. Right, but Brian Stelter did that to Fox News like every night. Like that's another. You know, they always they always uh, use as a it's shield, okay when like, they do it. Well, they always use as a shield that like there's threats. Like you saw with the children's hospital thing. Oh, they're getting threats now. Uh, it's probably live. The, the FBI became victims. Right. right. Oh, is now they're making them dangerous. Right. Did he and take that, the super chat? Yeah, we just lost our first IRL super chat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Show's going off the rails. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Hey, Obama. Do you guys remember Obama targeted journalists? He did. I was uh, going to say that. Yeah, yeah Michael Anita Hastings. Dunn. Go ask Anita him. Anita Dunn, his, his communications director, actually li like, literally declared war on Fox News. Like She said that. We're declaring mm -hmm. war on Fox News. Was that not normalizing, like inciting violence against Fox? Of course it was. You know? <laughs> also jailed more journalists. This is, this is the situation we're in. Or like Jim Acosta being as smug as he is. That's normalization. Oh, of yeah. What would be violence against oh, a journalist. <laughs> remember when Jim Acosta was a caustic by the uh, White House uh, aide when she uh, tried to take the microphone away back from him and how they tried to play that up and him being the victim of all of that? Yeah, he hit yeah. a girl's arm. 
He cried. Yeah, Andy, no. Andy, no. That's a great example. Yeah, he actually got attacked. And yet he's still like, it's not like the media was like, oh, Andy, no, was attacked by Antifa. That never happened. Yeah, are they just an idea, though? I thought that's how they are. They're not real. They're not real, but they're good, actually. Right. They're not real, but they're just anti-fascist. Right. Yeah. That's what they always say. But Antifa, it stands for anti-fascist. You know, I always tell people it's like Antifa, at least the Antifa in this and what we see in America here. It's like if the Nazis were to get together and start a group called the good guys. And then you're like, but the Nazis are acting like they're going out and doing the mobs and beating people and burning stuff and making people put up the fist. Oh, uh, no, no, no. They're the good guys. You yeah, what do you stand against the good guys? The good guys are out every night. Right. We love them. You, wait, wait a minute. You're saying you got a problem with the good guys? Or like the uh, proud whoa. boys? What are you not proud to whoa. be a boy? Sounds silly. Right. Well, That's exactly what I'm saying. What's up? Says off. I will read this one because it's such a big super chat. Uh, right now, it says off subject, but to our brave armed forces, 9 11 uh, Eve, I thank you for all of your guys' services. Yeah, this Amen. one's for all the people we lost on 9 11. Absolutely. Which apparently, no, no, uh, generate, uh, I don't know which generation. They don't know anything about it. I just saw uh, Generation that. Z. Yeah, generation. They, they don't know anything about 9 11. They, they can't even tell time. So I don't know what's wrong with these people. Well, if you ask El, uh, Omar, some people just did something. That's all. Some right, people did right. something 21 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Waffle Salter. We will address that at, at the end for the last call as well again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, and that you know that does remind me. Uh, we got about fifteen minutes left before Drone Tech gets out of here for uh, the evening for uh, joining us tonight at the bar, at the pub. Is that we are on the anniversary of nine eleven? I didn't really kind of uh, wrestle with that until just now when I saw that super chat come up. I knew tomorrow was nine eleven. You know, remember last year at this time, the whole reason Biden wanted to quickly exit Afghanistan so he could sit there and take credit. For ending the war in Afghanistan on the anniversary of 9/11, yeah, it's it really really disgusting. I, I work with I work with combat veterans. That's my I work for a nonprofit that helps combat veterans, mm. and it's it, it seems like every year it gets harder where these guys are looking back on everything that happened and kind of the results of it and how meaningless it was in the end, and just really really struggling. So. Keep yeah. them in yeah. your prayers, especially on 9-11. I would, yeah, I would you, also, you have like that and you have everything else going on in the military where, yeah. you know, they're focused on white rage and, and mm-hmm. pronouns and things like that. And you're finding that nobody's joining. They're, they're, they're having a real problem with re- retention. Mm-hmm. And then you have, yeah, you have Joe Biden leaving people behind and, and apparently nobody really cares because it's a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter just got a text message from a army recruiter uh, today. And she responded back, uh, when you guys decide to go ahead and stop prioritizing trans agendas, maybe I will consider joining the military. But until then, no, thank you. So I would say I would say there's a there's another group that I feel like we should also try to remember on 9-11. But uh, at this point, what what difference does it make? Uh, Yeah. No, you know what I'm talking about in Libya? We lost those people uh, because of Hillary Clinton. Benghazi. uh, Benghazi. Thank you. I was struggling with the name. But uh, yeah, so that's another one. That one happened on uh, 9-11. I think some people forget that. So it did. Wow. That's did right. it. as well. Hmm. Yeah, I did. I did forget that. Yeah, remember it happened uh, right it was after because the it was 9-11. Because, 
because it was, it was they said it was a in response to a video and they were pro and they originally said it was yeah. protests because of 9 11. They, they arrested that back that guy they arrested the they guy arrested they, they him yes in the video yes they did arrest him does any, has anybody ever these heard people that are guy such again? authoritarian more journalists <laughs> so arrested crazy. under obama that dude remember they it. tried to arrest people for memes like they were sending police yeah. after people for memes yeah yeah oh this one's important let's do this one Okay. As an immigrant from Moldova, I appreciate the freedom that this country offers me, and I will fight to keep it this way. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. And another one. Same. Oh, wait. Nope. I was wrong. I got confused. Well, now somebody's you know, going to buy a super chat to make Abby not a liar. <laughs> you know, I have a, my, old, my old boss. He's a, He actually grew up in the Soviet Union, and then they moved over here sometime in the 80s. And they actually, when they came here, they were Democrats. And he was telling me how over the years that they lived here, that changed because he said they more and more were like, this is what we fled from. We <laughs> yeah, you, you hear that uh, in South Florida as well with the Cubans that are over here uh, that escaped Castro. They continued to – I had this uh, gentleman I worked with in uh, when I was in grocery retail. He worked for Frito-Lay. He would come in. His name, was, his name was Willie. He was a Cuban who fled from Castro. He's an older guy. He's just a workhorse, and he's like, Frank – He's like, I don't know why people cannot see that the Democrat Party is exactly the way the Castro's uh, goons and, and the political party is over there. They are the actual communists. And and nobody, you know, they're like, oh, no, no, they're not. But they are. They, they truly are. They are the party of authoritative uh, political discourse. Authoritarianism. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, second, I'm going to hold up my own that bargain chat. and I'm going to show my balls now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this street well, I don't know I don't think I've had enough to drink yet and you have not bought me dinner so uh, yeah. second, uh, second IRL super street uh super chat by virtual, the way. virtual super chat super chat what do we call it, it right. yeah, there we go there we go <laughs> you know and it but the people that flee these countries that are ruled under those uh types of tyrants mm -hmm. can spot these people within the political system from a mile away they're like yeah, yeah. That, that's what i escaped from yeah do you remember that guy uh caesar was his name or something uh he spoke at the uh republican national convention oh and, the goya uh, uh, ceo yeah 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 yeah, okay, yeah 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 and he spoke about how hey we came here and we were fleeing these kind of policies and he was totally right one thing that didn't get much attention was the democrat national convention that year if you go back and watch they had uh this kind of border uh, that would appear when people were speaking, and it had communist symbols on it. It had like the communist raised fists on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Like, how, how do you think like people who f who you know escape that feel when they see that? You know, it's yeah, and then, microaggression. then they're called then they're called white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> they're right. minorities who are white supremacists. I was just watching a whole thing uh, on Twitter earlier with somebody. You know, this whole black panel that was on there. The black women were saying that the black men were enabling white supremacists in this country because they weren't going to be voting for Stacey Abrams. Right. Well, that's the same thing with the Asian violence, the stop Asian violence. It, 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 to this day, if you do a search for stop Asian violence, you're going to find all this stuff about how like white people are the reason that black people are attacking. Just don't Asian look people. at the FBI statistics. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at the DOJ. You don't want to see. Right. You don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, and, and really moving forward, can we really believe starting? You know, in the next few years, can you really rely on the statistics that the FBI will be providing out? Everything they will be classifying will be white supremacist uh, attacks of things. 
Like, yeah, it's just yeah. a few bad actors. The FBI's wonderful. They've always been great. It's just like one guy. Come on. Okay, Sean right. Hannity, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, I always wondered. I want to punch my own face after saying um, that. Sean Hannity has done really, really great things for the company I work for, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Don't tune into my channel, then, because I got a lot of Sean Hannity videos. <laughs> I would never... I'll do it oh, later. <laughs> Sean Hannity was better when he had combs. I, I, I liked I liked the show back then. Did you really? Oh yeah, I watched it back then. I was in the Air Force in those days, and yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that was one of I my remember, shows. I, I was. Uh, I remember uh, one of my friends. His uh, his grandpa would always have uh, the, that show on. It was always the Sean or uh, Sean and Combs or whatever his name was. Alan Combs. I Alan he Combs. Away. Yep. But yeah. yeah, he would always have that uh, opposing viewpoint on there. It was almost like your crossfire. Just yeah, about. yeah, it wasn't as good as Crossfire because Combs was always kind of. I always felt kind of weak, you know. Crossfire was awesome. I, I love that show back in the day too. You couldn't have that show today. When when Tucker was on, oh yeah, no way. It's almost like we're all in this river, and it was it was a really calm river at the time, and there were a lot of good people, and then we were all allies. And Sean Hannity was right there. Fox was there. And then the current really just picked up and some people didn't notice and they drifted super far left. They just drifted. Like they didn't intentionally go over there. And some of us held on. And now we're like, uh, uh, where are you? Abby, can I jump in here a second? My whole channel's name is America floats based on something similar. And I can tell you that was a bad premise. Yeah. That's what I was going to. Channel. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a bad. What premise you said? Yeah, yeah. That that was a, the the river thing. I I I'll tell you from a water based experience. I'll just tell you that was tough. We got to find another way to say that. I assumed it Girl was a river. like a Stephen King reference to it or something. Okay, we all float. We all float. We all float, we all down, float here. down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So I mean, with with uh, this uh, revelation that took place yesterday with Bannon talking about how there were 50 Trump uh, allies, homes raided or served with subpoenas yesterday. It was just, you know, it just is paving that way. It's paving that way. Somebody said that the Biden administration has created a super highway over to Rubicon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We saw like the beginnings of that. I feel like during the, uh, when the IRS was targeting the Tea Party and all that, I remember watching those hearings. And none of them went to jail, by the way. Yeah. And, you know, I remember watching the hearings and they were questioning, um, not Lerner, but uh, the head of the IRS. I can't remember his name, but they were questioning him about retrieving emails of Lewis Lerner's and other people. And he said, oh, uh, I don't think we can provide that. I believe those hard drives crash. We can't we can't provide that. And uh, there was a there was a backup like company that was working for them at the time called uh, Sunsoul or something like that. And it was like ultra redundant backup kind of thing. So that never could happen. And I just remember I, I was I was working IT at the time. And I remember thinking just like that is so like bullshit that this high ranking guy is up there during these hearings saying something that's so obviously a lie and obviously like trying to cover up, you know, what they don't want you to know. Yeah. And, and just like, you know, when that took place, I remember Obama's like, oh, I just heard about that on the news today that the IRS was targeting uh, Tea Party members. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just read that. Oh, <laughs> oh, Obama's got nothing to do with it. He's yeah. got nothing to do with yeah, anything he, he, unless it's good. Aw. Then he did it. Yeah, exactly. I just got a sandwich full of, of uh, peppermint bark. So yeah, you can <laughs> see that. so oh, weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a party over here, guys. You guys are missing out. BaseCon 2022, I'm telling you. 
Come to BaseCon 2023. It, it, it goes right back to the questions when they were asking Kareem Jean-Pierre about, you know, what did uh, Biden know about the raid? And they're like, oh, we just found out about it uh, in a thing. Oh, Which, oh, it, yeah. And when the reports come out with all of the uh, discovery that's coming out with the judge that's overruling, it shows exactly the Biden regime, Biden himself, uh, gave the okay for all of this to start uh, taking place. Of course place. he did. Of course he did. Because it doesn't take place unless he says it takes place because the DOJ is a, is an extension of the White House. It's always right. been that way. Right. right. He's commander-in-chief. Yeah. And if anybody wants, and you got the Democrats, oh, the uh, the DOJ has to be a up in a, or it, a uh, separate unit of the White House. No, it doesn't. It's always been that. It falls under preview of the president. The president tells the DOJ head, the attorney general, who to investigate, who to target, and who to take out. At least well, when Obama Bill Barr was, was heading it, you remember they were all saying it was just an arm of Trump's White House. Yeah. At least Obama was honest when he called Eric Holder his wingman. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. You know? <laughs> Yep. And, and that's one thing I will always give credit for the Democrat Party. They, they're not afraid to use power when they have it. Right. And that's well, that well. is why I said what I said earlier. I think that they know that they will use power when they have it and that Republicans generally won't. Yeah, because they basically have nothing like, to fear have from like it, people though. like Lizard Graham right. uh, leading, you know, I'm going to uh, send them a strongly worded letter tomorrow about their conduct. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. They have nothing to fear from doing it. Only we do. <laughs> that's how it's always been like we will for so long we just turned the other cheek while they were ramping it up and then finally they're like oh we're gonna start doing what they do oh boom january 6th now that's a propaganda you know effort for the next two years three years or whenever uh, however long they need it my it's favorite gonna be meme, burned into the brains of americans my favorite yeah. meme is of these two guys being shot in front of a wall is like a uh shooting and one guy's like can you imagine if republicans did this right yeah <laughs> that meme oh yeah could you imagine? Yeah, that's yeah. what we're always doing. It's because yeah. we're we're like the sane, rational people who are like, what's happening? You see what's happening? Uh, this isn't right. You see that? But the other side, it's like that thought process is not at all like they don't care if we stay united. They don't care if they have to throw us in the gulags. It's like none of that One matters. One side's playing to win, and that's the problem. Right. And yeah. we're playing as like good people in good faith who love our country, love our fellow Americans. We want to. We want us all to be united. We don't. Yeah. We don't hate people for their skin color or any of that stuff. That's another like huge disconnect. Is like the picture that they create of us is totally off. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't people like that out there, but I don't think most of us are like that. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, and Jesse Kelly is right when he says things like uh, governors and red states should be authorizing state police to start raiding homes of Democrats, and you will see this stop really quick when they start hitting home. Yeah. Suddenly the rules will change again, just like it always does. I mean, yeah, you just go Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat administrations. The media changes on a dime. Mm -hmm. And suddenly the things that mattered before don't matter anymore. And that's the I mean, I, that's what I always tell people is that the media really is the crux of a lot of our problems because they are supposed to be the check on power. They're supposed to be the ones holding them accountable. If they're not doing that and they're only holding their political opponents to, to those standards, then it's like we're not a democracy anymore. And, I, you know, we can't, we, yeah. it can't continue. We cannot continue united in that environment. Right. right. No, and you're right about that. Then it's just the way uh, it, it continues to be. And it's, you know, the media does drive a lot of that force of division and hostility and a fanning the flames of whatever is taking place, if it's race, 
class warfare yeah. or even trying to uh, uh, demonize you for wanting to drive your car because it's uh, horrible in the environment because you refuse to eat the bugs and sleep in the pod. Yeah. If you got Hollywood and the media aligned against you, then you're you've got a big problem. And that's that's what we face right now, because the media uh, and Hollywood together, they create this you know narrative. And if you turn on network TV and watch the shows that are on network TV, they're all driving those narratives. Mm-hmm. So your average simp or whatever person who's not really involved and really trying to figure things out on their own, those people fall prey to all this easily. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think too, people who are not very online, people who are you know actually living healthier lives than a lot of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the little bit of information they do get is from Fox, and just they don't even realize That's that it's not good information That's my point about the NPCs. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, they get like this much information, and the information continues to slide left, and they just assume mm-hmm. that that's the Republican response. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and or I don't, I don't even think response. it's fair to call them NPCs. I think there's a lot of really, really not every. I didn't people. mean that ever, for everybody, but I'm just saying like. In no, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to say I, I do think that like this is something I woke up to a, a couple months ago where like there's really, really thoughtful, good people who just have an information problem right now. Mm-hmm. And I think rather than getting really mad at them and, and saying, I don't respect Low information that. voters. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, it's rush. it's, it's not rush. even that they have like not a lot of education. It's just that they haven't realized yet that the sources they used to trust are no longer trustworthy. Yeah, They just haven't realized it yet. They got a long way to go, too. Yeah, yeah. And we <laughs> have to help them. We can't just, like, vilify them. Like, we have to bring right. them along, give them a reason to come along. Right, it, but it makes it harder when the, the sources they're getting their news from are constantly telling them that anybody who says something that mm-hmm. isn't with that, what they're saying, those people are... You know, white supremacist Nazis yeah. and all this stuff. So, yeah. Oh, I couldn't possibly agree with that person. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a semi fascist. You mm-hmm. know, exactly. Yeah. It's been a fantastic time having you uh, join us tonight, Ryan. I know you got a lot of stuff you got going on that you got to go take care of, which is, I'm glad you were able to give us at least an hour of your time to talk about the hypocrisy yeah. and, of course, all of the all the uh, gaslighting that takes place uh, in our media every day and in politics and. Just real quick, you got about a minute. Why don't you go ahead and let everyone know where they can continuously find you and your content? Yeah, um, I, I would say the main place is YouTube. Find me on there, uh, Drone Tech, D-R-O-N-E-T-E-K. I'm also on uh, BitChute and Rumble. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well, but I'm constantly, who knows how long I'm gonna, before I have to start a new account there. But uh, yeah, you can find me there. Uh, I upload videos pretty much daily, shorts, uh, all dealing with media hypocrisy, media bias. Um, and just how all sometimes I try to do it with humor, sometimes they're serious videos. I try to change it up. So, uh, if you're interested in that, and uh, you should come check me out. All right, and the link awesome. is down below, guys. You guys can go check them out, go subscribe to them. As I know, it's been in the chat um, numerous different times. So, make sure you go give him a subscribe and go watch his stuff. He has really good stuff. I love drone tech stuff, especially his thumbnails, those are always on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and let me say, I've been friends with Frank now for quite a while, actually. And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate his friendship and uh, bringing me on here, all you and meeting all you guys. And uh, yeah, I'd like to do it again sometime. Well, Definitely good to meet you, man. Yeah, it's yeah, you're always good. welcome back. Thank you so much. And maybe next time you come on, you'll be able to uh, stay the whole two hours with us here at the pub and close it down. Yeah, yeah. next time we'll do that. <laughs> be here for last call. Yeah. yeah all right, man. Well, sure. we won't stick you with a check. We'll have to pick up your tab, and we'll see you a little bit later. <laughs> later. Thanks. Take it easy, man. God bless. All right, so uh, Tom, do you want to go ahead and give everybody our uh, our halfway through uh, thing to go find us and our stuff? 
Hey, everybody, if you're listening to this now, go grab a link in the uh, description below of whatever video you're watching, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter or any other platform that we've put this on. So grab a link in the description and make sure you're subscribed and following along. Oh, yeah. Tom's always on that. Nice. We have a uh, super chat that came in for a round for everybody. But this awesome. question, do you want to do this at last call? Yeah, yeah we'll do this one at last call. call. Yep. We'll do this one at last call, so I'll yeah. start it, and we'll get right back to it. Yeah, so. so a reminder, if people don't know, in the last 10 minutes of the show, we're going to do a last call, so get your Super Chats in, and we'll answer any question. So yeah, even, any even Abby will have to answer if she's a Fed. So Yeah. I have I have an answer Ask for that honest. one, too. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was great having uh, uh, Ryan, Drone Tech, on with us today. Yeah. That was great. Uh, fantastic guest. I'm glad that he got a chance to join us this evening. And we will continue down our path. I think uh, we got a couple of stuff I, uh, we want to cover tonight. One thing I wanted to talk about tonight was uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Back in the news again. Of course, oh, uh, he, I have my issue. I like Kyle Rittenhouse. I think, he, you know, mm-hmm. great guy. Uh, he did a great thing. And he he, he was able to uh, – um, let me back it up. I think he's been taken advantage of by yeah. the right wing. Yeah, by a lot of people, yeah. by influencers trying to make a buck off them and things like that. Uh, what was done to him was absolutely disgusting by our media and politicians. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I just want this guy to be able to live his life. And mm-hmm. the the thing is, is, I'm a little concerned because of the fame and everything that's been kind of brought forward to him. That maybe he may not be making a whole lot of good life decisions. Right. <laughs> right yeah. now. So let me cue this up here. Um, he's out here. He's, uh, from what I am told, this uh, woman that he's in here with is one of those, where I, um, what are they called? Um, a whore? Such a spicy No, 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 no not, 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 not a whore? Okay. No, not that. Not it's, bad. uh, it's the influencers that are women. I can't think of, not, not taught. I don't want to say taught. Thought? So, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so a whore. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so e girls is that what you're trying to say? That's, that's what e girls. That's you're what trying it was. to say. Thought e-girls. I think, but yeah, e girls. E girls. Yes. Whores. So check Whores. this out. Um, I'm not going to play the audio. I don't know. Can we play the audio and still not get a ding on this? Playing the audio on this is a, does it make sense with the a, audio? If it's less than a minute, we is be it? Fine. Okay. All right. Well, we'll run with it. I'm going to close my eyes. I if it's this. music, if it's music. <laughs> 30 seconds, I think. Okay. Well, we are under 30 seconds. This is a 15-second clip. All right. So here we go. Let's take a listen, and then we'll react. I was riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. He's got a one hand babe on the steering wheel, the other on my heart. I look around, turn the radio, dad says, baby, is something wrong? I say nothing. I was riding shotgun. All right. Oh, Peter's background dancers. <laughs> I, Dude, I you guys don't have an entourage like I got. That's all I'm saying. I think he's being taken advantage of a little bit. You know, I think bit. he sees dollar signs uh, hanging around <laughs> him, clout, if you will. Man. Tom, what do you think? Yeah, she looks like a thought. <laughs> Very simple. Very straight. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have. <laughs> He's I don't just have, a kid. Yeah, I don't want to like say anything more about him. He's it's Kyle. He he posted a silly video. It's 15 seconds. It's on TikTok. I don't know why yeah. like we shouldn't be talking about TikTok unless it's libs posting their craziness on TikTok. This is a normal kid. 
he's like yeah. what maybe 19 now 20 and he's kind of goobery, right? If we can see him, he's yeah. kind of a little, you know, so the fact that he now has a pretty girlfriend who wants to make silly videos with him. And yeah, they look kind of silly like Princess and Shrek. That's all fine. I think they're leading into that. They're playing into that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I have no problem with it. All right, cool. There we go. Yeah, I think that the error is saying this kid did one, cheers, did one really heroic thing. Like in a horrible moment, he did something. He survived. He's not a moral or thought leader. I don't know why he's getting invited to speak at all these events and being asked all these questions sorry, and his opinions sorry. on all these things. He's not a thought leader. He is a thought leader now. <laughs> there, there, there was but something yeah, by Nick Adams who tweeted out. It says, we need to raise your boys more like Kyle Rittenhouse. Without a father? <laughs> Ow, burn. No, like I think you're right though. I think it's exactly this. Look, he was put into a bad situation. He he did the he did he did good. And mm-hmm. I think that he was treated awfully. And that's why mm-hmm. the right stands up for him. But I think trying to turn everyone into a public face, into a, mm-hmm. a thought leader mm-hmm. uh, of conservatism is just silly. Like I, this whole celebrity status thing is silly. It's not helping our cause. It's not helping this kid. I'm sorry, it's really not. It's it's, it's not it's not helping him. It, to, to put this guy in front of a camera over and over and over and over and over and just be like, this is what you have to, this is who you have to be. This is what you represent now. Instead of like, mm-hmm. look, we're going to stand for you because you were wronged, uh, which was the right response. But I think just trying to turn everyone into a celebrity is just, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, well, toxic. He, he, to be fair, he's not been made into a celebrity by anyone, but the media first and foremost. Right. And that is now why he has a claim to fame. It's not just that he's the Kenosha kid. Mm-hmm. You know, right. That would be it, and he could be done with it, but he's being smart and tactful about how he's promoting himself as the guy who is suing the media who has defrauded mm-hmm. him and the rest of their viewers, calling him a racist and a white supremacist and a guy who shot three black people and defrauding their entire audience. And I disagree I, when you say it's not a good idea for him to be in front of a camera. There are no people in the country who would know his story was not the way that it was originally reported without him being in front of a camera, without him taking the stand, without mm-hmm. him being, you know, there in the flesh. If it was just the name, Kyle, as you know, white kid shot people and by headline mm-hmm. gone, throw him in jail. But it's mm-hmm. that kid and he's kind of, you know, boyish looking and he doesn't have a, a hair on his chin to save his life. That it's a kid. I mean, you can look yeah. at him and say, oh, he's a full grown man. No, that little boy just grabbed that girl's boob. It was not a. It was not a man. That right, that. right. Well, I, I didn't mean he shouldn't be on camera defending himself. That's not what I meant by it. I meant I think this idea of turning him into a TikTok celebrity, like turning him into he's a celebrity because he's Kyle Rittenhouse, not because of what he did, not trying to like <laughs> fight for his cause, right? I think it's it's like a it's like a child actor is what it feels like we're mm-hmm. watching we're watching and I who can blame the guy like he's what right. nineteen like you said and if, if you had that much fame and that much money at nineteen you went from no one to a millionaire overnight with all this like of course he's going to do silly things and make mistakes who wouldn't I could I could imagine I'd be worse at nineteen if I and had again, a million what's the, dollars what's the silly mistake he well, I mean again I don't even think it's a mistake he's just like a silly kid on Twitter or on on sure. TikTok his original Instagram was. Four doors, more whores, and look I, at him. I, so I he's think, not going I, out with are we all surprised? the. You know. <laughs> no, I, I think yeah. what I think what PJ is referring to is the hijacking of his celebrity status. That's what I'm trying to say. The Thank people you, on the right hand side trying to make a buck Thank off you. of it, 
trying to utilize and continue to put him out front, maybe in situations that maybe he shouldn't even be in those types of situations. Mm -hmm. Him being out there defending himself, that's I'm all for that. I'm all for him uh, suing, you know, the pants off of anybody that defamed him. But for for individuals out there, we know who some of these individuals are out there who try continue to to put him out there in front of all of these situations. I just don't think it's a wise move. Uh, for him to maybe accept some of those offers. And, and, I, and I'll go, you know, I, I'll go I agree with all that. I just saw the TikTok thing. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I'll go also go beyond what a lot of uh, the more cautious right-wing people, conservatives try to say about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's like, oh, he shouldn't have been there and he's not a hero. He just defended himself. I'm sorry. This guy is a hero. He went out there to help people. He mm-hmm. went out there giving medical aid to people he disagreed with. He went out there to, because it's his community and everybody's sitting back and watch their damn cities burn down and be like, Oh, well he shouldn't have been out there trying to be a positive force in the world in his city. Then that makes him like, Oh, he's not a hero. I'm sorry. That's heroic stuff. So I have to give him that credit. So when I say this stuff, I'm not coming at it from somebody who's like, Oh, just stupid kid who shot somebody. I'm not saying that at all. I just, I think it's like, you know, it's kind of silly. Like he's 19. He's got a lot of money. And he's going to be, you know, kind of embarrassing himself in front of a camera like anybody with fame at 19, mm-hmm. a bunch of money would. So I think that's the whole thing of it. I think the right does not know how to stand up for somebody and yeah. say they did some good things without like wholesale making them a, a t-shirt, angel, merchandise, hero, <laughs> um, right. somebody they follow. Like the right is so seemingly so desperate to follow somebody. And it's like, you just, just. Stand up for him, stand up for Andrew Tate, stand up for Alex, stand up for the people who are being mistreated and separate that out from saying someone saying someone's 100% good or following them everywhere or asking them for their opinions on everything that have no relation to the thing they're heroic for. You think that has any relation to the left and the right and their ideas of individualism versus collectivism? Like on the right, we are not as... Uh, we're not as prone to jump in the way of someone else being attacked or canceled mm-hmm. or vilified. We see Alex Jones get canceled. And we just kind of murmur amongst ourselves because we kind of see the individual as being the thing. Whereas on the left, mm-hmm. if the collective is attacked, then they all swarm because they're yes. the collective. They're being attacked. They feel it. It's not even their, them being attacked, but they are feeling the attack. So I wonder if we ought to, because we're going to absorb a lot of this mushy middle who is now really not liking how coagulated that, left is going to get i wonder if we're going to have to become a little bit more i hate to say reactionary but when for that reason more isolated like we're going to have to interact Mm -hmm. less with fewer people because otherwise we're going to be more reactionary with them right we have to be we have to be better at our own propaganda that's just the truth of it too like the left is super good at this stuff and the right is not the left made george floyd into saint george floyd and they got everybody to go along with this idea no matter it doesn't matter he's a fentanyl abusing uh you know uh a thief, robber, assaulted women, all that road stuff. Scholar, matter, right? though, yeah, he's also. a road scholar. He's a saint now. So I think that, you know, the right has to understand that we have to approach our take on people and their deeds and who they are and our, our propaganda, whatever you that's not <laughs> always a negative word. That's why I'm saying it uh, in a better way, in a more constructive way. We have to understand how to do that. The left is more unified than we are. I think, I think you're right, Tom, yeah. the, the right, we like to mind our own business and uh, that conservative spirit is minding your own business. But I think the left does it too. They don't ha- know how to they either vilify somebody completely. Someone is either an angel or a demon. I think both sides, our entire culture doesn't know how to say people are sinful. They have good parts and bad parts. We can be honest right. about that. You have to have a more complex view of humanity, but that's also hard yeah. to push out to the masses. So. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. we're, 
we, we may also be more realistic. So we might look and see, Hey, mm-hmm. everyone has the potential to do, you know, to do good and mm-hmm. to be well, but that doesn't mean that they always will versus I think on the left, they're going to be more idealistic. So they're going to look and see that everyone has that good, but we're all bad and we need to admit that. And I think mm-hmm. that's just, you're seeing that on display right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to pick on Nick Adams one more time because yes, from, thank what, you. Uh, <laughs> from what, uh, uh, Amy or for Amy, I don't know why I wanted to call you Amy just now, Abby. It happens um, all the time. <laughs> generic female name, token, token and female host. It's, generic white female name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick Adams uh, uh, tweeted out earlier that Trump never lies. I was like, really? Because, you know, everyone lies. And I think I know his sentiment on that, but it's just like, you know, why Why would you tweet that? Outside of just for the clicks and, and interactions, I suppose. But it's well, just... That's it. He's a troll. Yeah. That would be why, right? That's the only reason you would say Trump never lies. Trump exaggerates. Yeah. Trump's exuberant. Trump says things in a ridiculous way to be over the top, but to say he doesn't lie. I think that's like, that, that's being semantic uh, and, and dancing around the truth. Like the left does. Mm-hmm. Nick used to follow me on Twitter. And then I tweeted one too many anti-Trump things or like mildly critical of Trump things. And he unfollowed. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't you want a president who can lie just to be clear? Like if you're going to right? Russia and you're going to be negotiating, you don't want someone who's got dementia going, we have four nukes here and three here. Oh, wait, I, I shouldn't have told you that. Like you want someone who's going to look at you and go, I don't have any nukes. We don't even have any. We, we gave them all away. Like you don't want, you don't want someone who can lie. <laughs> yeah. Whether did it's you, right or wrong. Did you not watch Superman two when he took all our nukes and threw them in the sun? That actually happened. Our, that, we got that, rid of them. That was a documentary that actually happened. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I want that to be real. Uh, so did you guys see the story? I, I don't know if any of you guys have been following this uh, latest Jesse Smollett uh race hoax story but this happened uh in a uh during a byu game and the mother of this uh player from duke stated that and she has a history of of lying that her daughter was uh had racial slurs thrown at her during this game and clay travis uh was has been on the story now for a little bit here and he tweeted out here, he says, after an extensive, exhaustive investigation, BYU announces they have found zero evidence of any racial slur, and they apologize to the fan who was kicked out, saying he did nothing wrong. This was a Jesse Smollett of the volleyball court. Duke should be ashamed. I think the fan that was kicked out should sue BYU, sue Duke, sue this family, who has basically slandered him again. I just want to say, I think they're all really used to going door to door and canvassing. So they probably had no problem getting to the bottom of this. <laughs> oh, see ya. Mormon joke. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. It's because you, you live in Florida. That's why. Mormons are the Jehovah's Witnesses of the West. And well, I, I know what Mormons are. I just, I still Do you? Think, you know, yeah, Didn't they win the, they, yeah, anyway. They knock on a lot of doors. Do you know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Do you have a moment to learn about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Have you a been Latter-day saved? Saints. Yeah. When can I come back? <laughs> it's Anyhow. Like a, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Anyhow. Frank, this, the, the joke was that they knock on doors. Go ahead. Sorry. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, USA, USA Today decided to write a story about Clay Travis and talking about how you know, they doubled down on the race hoax on this, even after the uh, the investigation turned out to be to find nothing happened. 
again, con artists, is, Frank, they die with the lie. That's what I was saying last week. They die with the lie. It doesn't matter. They still people still push just Jesse Smollett, even though it's provably wrong. Personally. Well, he was eating a Subway sandwich when he was attacked by two white, angry vanilla gorillas in Chicago, and they threw bleach on him and ammonia, and they mixed mustard gas, and they made him inhale it, and then they threw multiple shoelaces around him, but he only got one to stick, and then they said, this is MAGA country, and they said it multiple times, and there were a bunch of witnesses, from what I've heard. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, goodness. Where did goodness, Abby go? Uh, She'll be right back. Uh, so, man. DiGiorno, yes, DiGiorno. Code word now, yeah, so. Oh, I see, no, uh, got that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's see here. I had the story that I wanted to pull up for you guys. Yeah, are we talking about news today? Yeah, we've been talking about a lot of news today. I, I could also give a report on BaseCon, if you want, uh, while you're looking for your next story. Yeah, go ahead and talk about BaseCon. Okay, so yeah, I'm over here at BaseCon right now. It's uh, <laughs> It is a sci-fi fantasy writers convention for the right wing and it has been an interesting time i gotta tell you so uh last i, I came over here with uh steven ignoramus if people are familiar with him and that whole group so katie zed who we've had on this show before and steven who's going to come on soon uh they're here we're, we're running a house uh here in uh in michigan and it's it's been fun we played some music last night we listened to a lot of people i've actually met some interesting people i, I don't know what to say like it's uh it's as nerdy as you could possibly imagine, tabletop games and things like that, but uh, it's it's been a time, so I don't and, know what else you want to ask about. Oh, I did have something to t- I did have more to say. So, uh, Frank, I have a gift over here for you. Someone's going to bring it to you at some point. I think Steven's going to bring it to you. Okay. But uh, Life to the Max, who's who's in this chat a lot, and you, we probably are all familiar with her, she gave me, well, I'll show you what she gave me first. She gave me this uh, nice mug or this nice cup for uh, for wartime propaganda. It's nice. got a piece of uh, newspaper on it. it. Says, "Oh no, this one's for you." I looked. Oh. I picked it wrong. This one's for you, Frank. It says, uh, 14 year dry era ends today." It's about the end of prohibition, and it says the note with it is another round for the pub." Cheers. So this comes awesome. from Life to the Max for you, and then she gave me this cool one for wartime propaganda that says uh, the Allies invade France, and it's uh, about uh, Eisenhower's army hits the North Coast. So some cool uh, homemade, handmade cups for us, so I just thought you'd like to see that. But it's, it's been That's fun over so there. painfully yeah. nerdy. I it is, it. and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that is real so. cool. Whenever I get that, I will use it uh, for, our, uh, for our stream. Yeah, so if people are wondering why people are coming down here and dancing, I'm literally reporting to you guys from Harry Potter's bedroom. <laughs> I'm under like this angle. Oh, you can't probably can't see it. I'm like underneath a staircase. So yeah. it's, it's been fun. David, my handlers call me around eight every Saturday night. It's super <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to show That's you guys what was something. Going on. So last week we 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 covered some uh culture. We covered uh Tim Pool's new song, um, yeah. you know, and we covered uh Bryson Gray's new song, which he actually had a new one drop uh yesterday about Abby. Or not Abby. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ashley Biden, another white girl basic name. <laughs> Living again. God. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, so we, uh, so I don't know. Do you guys want to listen to that one tonight? Let's do it. Yeah, I always like Bryson Gray. All right. So let me go ahead and pull it up real quick. And, uh, and we also talked about She-Hulk. And I want to get to some of the comments from the She-Hulk mm. video yes. that we uh, posted uh, last week. 
or this week, I should say. We posted uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, what's? I'm sinking down on my Come chair. Come on, Frank. Get it together. Man, I gave I you all this time talking about, you know, tabletop games. Well, and I didn't know we were going to, I didn't know which way we were going to go you know, oh, with this. So I know. wanted to make sure I knew exactly where we were going to head. He wanted so. to make sure he didn't have anything prepared. That way, <laughs> didn't. Nothing prepared. Nothing at all. All right, let me go ahead and grab this. And before. Uh, <laughs> I love it so good. Sorry. <laughs> And before uh, and before Tom says it, yes, I will put it in theater mode in just a moment. Hey, Frank, put it in theater mode. Yeah, can you please put it in can theater mode? Can you make mode? that full screen, please? Can you make that bigger? Yeah, there we go. There you go. All right. This is the newest uh, one from Bryson Gray. This is uh, Ashley's Diary, not Abby's Diary. <laughs> okay, let's go we'll, ahead. We'll Abby's make our own Burn. We have we have our own rap group now, so I feel like we need to make an Abby's Diary song. Maybe, no, maybe Abby's actual diary was worse. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe we can get uh, Bryson to make a uh, Last American Pubcast rap. That'd be cool. <laughs> I doubt he will do that. I'm just gonna be honest. Hashtag life goals. Hashtag I don't know. Hey, maybe I'll, I'll text him right now. How are you? Like You're that? sideways. You, you want to call him? You're you want sideways. to call him right now? I call I, him, I'll put him on the You know what? Call him, him, yeah, you call him and put him yeah, on the spot, him. and I guarantee you he will say Do no. It. He'll be like, oh, listen, man, I got a lot of credibility I'm trying to maintain. <laughs> just hitting the iron while it's hot, you know? I don't want to hit it with a you know, broom. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kind of disturbing. Hey Joe, about Ash's diary, I just read it I know it's hers too because two people got arrested Even though prison is where you really should be headed How your own daughter confused about if she got molested You was taking showers with her That's inappropriate, she feel like she was sexualized And she not over it, you got caught And you was hoping we didn't notice it I read the whole thing, my word, somebody posted it You should feel safe with your daddy and your mama But your daughter said that it was you that caused the trauma She was sexualized when she was young, now that's drama But you only cared about your career and all the commas I'm not gonna lie, cause it's really made me wonder Ashley and Atticus, so it's her brother Hunter It seemed like they were traumatized when they was younger huh? But you know, when it rains, it's gonna thunder Your son called you a pedophile, now it all adds up Had your daughter's diary and the evidence stacked up By a crime family, but oh, he attacked us Pitching career over the family, now it's Jack Cal Jack, about Ashley's diary, I just read it I know it's hers too, because two people got arrested Even though prison is where you really should be headed How your own daughter confused about if she got molested You was taking showers with her that's inappropriate. She felt like she was sexualized, and she not over it. You got caught, and you was hoping we didn't notice it. I read the whole thing, my boy. Somebody posted it. If it was a vodka or Tiffany, what would happen? What would CNN say about it? Could you imagine? I would understand if it was fake, and it ain't happened. But it's confirmed the diary is real, so why ain't capping? Now who do we have as a leader? Potential molester that's called Pedo Peter. These children of Satan, if we all look deeper, but on judgment day they'll all go to the heater. Joe, about Ash's diary, I just read it. I know it's hers too. Because two people got arrested Even though prison is where you really should be headed How your own daughter confused about if she got molested You was taking showers with her That's inappropriate She feel like she was sexualized And she not over it You got caught And you was hoping we didn't notice it I read the whole thing, my boy Somebody posted it First things first The link Okay Yes, I'm sorry. Last week, I know uh, we kind of said like it, it was it was a good song. It, we felt like kind of wrote it in. This is this is him coming back. This that one was, hits. That was this one was good. That one, was yeah. good. that was really good. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, ow, <laughs> ow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh no. yeah, I'll oh, take that. Yeah. All right. I'll take well, that. look, I I I didn't want hmm, I didn't want the I've already got the handlebar, you know, mutton chop look. And if uh, beating women is going to be my new uh, thing, sorry for people listening later. Somebody asked if uh, Abby wants to audio only. Yeah, for audio only. Beat me up. I feel so depressed. Yeah. So I'll protect you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that's what I feel I guess bad for people if they're just listening. Yeah, I hope I do they can come sometimes. back and watch at least you just for like, some context. If you're listening to this right now, not knowing what it is that you're watching, at least come back and watch a piece so that you a, can try to put a face to it. There's a ton of context to tonight's show specifically that the audio only will not get. So I yeah, like Abby's kitty being flashed on the screen and you know a bunch of craziness happening. Boots yeah, will nuts. get right up next to me, like give me some attention, and then as soon as I pick him up, he's like. Here. There's a live chat tonight. There's people dancing behind me randomly and stealing my stuff. <laughs> I made a poor joke about having to be a, a woman beater. It's it's a thing. Yeah, where were we going with that? You were saying that, you know, even he though was you that beat, he beat me at the I was rap saying battle. I, I don't want to be known as a woman beater. So if I challenge to a rap battle, that's gonna be part of my rep now. Yeah. So you can be a woman beat boxer. That's look, cute, look. BJ. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you guys remember, last week we covered the She-Hulk, and I know you guys have been anxiously waiting for the review for uh, episode three from PJ and Abby. Four. We're but, on four now. Oh, episode four. Excuse me. Episode four. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but we did a segment last week talking about She-Hulk, and we really found a way to trigger a bunch of people. I didn't think they were going to find it. No, Nobody uh, typically watches the uh, our entertainment content portion, but... <laughs> The uh, the Sims did. So let's go ahead and pull this up real quick. Some of the comments uh, from the She-Hulk video that we guys uh, we cut from last week. She-Hulk, how the left-wing art has gone so wrong. And so here we got we got a couple comments uh, here. This is from 127001. says, She-Hulk twerking, oh my god, the horror. But hey, let's pretend Chris Pratt wasn't dancing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you people are such babies. It wasn't LOL. sexual. There's something okay. Th this is this is the dumbest comment on the whole thing, by the way. That there's a difference between somebody dancing and someone stripping. It, it, like if you can't notice the difference, yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, um, that's racist. I don't know the context, but that's racist because some races they strip to dance. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here's the next dancers. One. Yeah. This one's from Bags. He says, ah, yes, YouTube recommends a right-wing podcast. And in eight minutes, they tell the woman to go to the kitchen and make a Jew joke. It's yes. like y'all want to be made fun of. I don't even remember the Jew joke. You guys I don't know? either, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were behind I, the scenes on it. Even I think they can. read that in. I think we, they Im imposed that over. We, we came to a right-wing podcast, and they made jokes. The horror. <laughs> And we told Abby to go to the kitchen. I think that's what I us saying that. First of all, Abby should go to the kitchen. But second of all, if you listen to left-wing podcasts, there's never a joke anywhere in there. So it's like, oh, I'm sorry we're entertaining. Forgive us. Not to mention their anti-Semitism is, is heartfelt, whereas ours is kind of off the cuff and only semi-serious. Right. This so. one from Jerry Turgen says, uh, LMAO. <laughs> Imagine getting triggered over a superhero movie. First of all, it's not a movie. <laughs> it's a t ac actually, 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 show. actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this one was uh, from Six. Says, uh, hurt male egos given video form. I don't think we were hurt at all about it. <laughs> I Okay, my new goal on this stream is to get left-wingers to defend me against you bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Fine. what they're defending you from. You I will attack you. The glass ceiling. More than Abby, we need to have a running trope then where you take the most hardcore conservative stance, and then we have to be like, well, Ooh. no, you're being kind of a prude, Abby. Come on. And those are <laughs> have to be like, no, they should keep their clothes on. They shouldn't date before they're married. They should have, you know, all these things. I love it. I love I'll it. I'll work on it. Look, I'll leave them in the corner thoughts. and they'll jump in with you. Did, we, did we miss a super chat? I feel like we missed a waffle soft or super chat. We're supposed we? to be keeping this drink one again. Anyway, I just want a drink. Thank That's you, waffle really soft. Yeah, no kidding. I, I I put that one up on the uh, on the screen. Yeah, Abby's slow. Yeah, I did that one. Yeah. Up. So, look, if the left wing is going to start defending Abby, I'm just going to have to attack her twice as hard. That's that's how it comes down to. All right, goal yeah. that, and I can't one. take Abby seriously when she's the only one on this channel so far to say wet dream in any kind of context. Like she's the only one that wouldn't know. It, it took me forever to go back and look at these comments. It was like a couple days, and I was like, oh, I, I had to go do all this stuff for uh, tonight's stream. I was like, oh, look at all these bluffling comments that are on here. Wow. Uh, so I just said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> Gosh, don't. Okay, go ahead, Frank. Long graphic says, left wing art, LOL. Megan's cameo was just explicitly for the lead because she's a big fan. It wasn't meant to be dissected as anything else. All this energy focused on a five-second clip is beyond dumb. I actually, okay, can we pause right here? Because I kind of agree with her to a point. I think that they really did just put that segment in with Megan Thee Stallion to promote her thing. That's what we as, said, as a though. Celebrity that is thing. what we yeah. said. Yeah, and they, their error was having a segment that was so disconnected from everything. I think they forgot that she just made all those comments about wanting to be taken seriously at work and wanting to not be catcalled. And they were just like, you know, it'd be fun twerking with Megan the Stallion. Right. But it's also like super. I mean, the show already does the fourth wall break poorly because women are not as yeah. good at comedy as Ryan Reynolds or any any man in particular. Do I have to but, leave again? Leave yes. Again. So, you can. That's fine. Go ahead. So it's just true. So like the, the fourth wall breaks are already bad enough because they're not funny. And then the idea that they're going to be like, oh, you know, this Marvel universe, it doesn't exist in ours. Let's bring celebrities in from our world and try to mash the two together in a way that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Kim Kardashian wants to uh, be a superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. We don't need ass woman. <laughs> fact check. Fact It'd be thunderclap. It'd be thunderclap. Being the fact checker. Yeah. Being the fact checker says that women can be funny sometimes. I thought you were checking Just like every other fact checker only trying to install their opinion and it's wrong. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Also, uh, you need to drink, Thank Abby. You, you just got a uh, super Abby, you're funnier you. when you're not trying to be. <laughs> oh, it's like a compliment. Oh, he's right. We need a boom roasted meme for Abby with uh, PJ's face boom. on. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> roasted. From the office. Like Remember that scene? Someone in the comments oh, yeah. gets it. Someone gets it. Yeah. Where Michael comes in and he's roasting all the. Uh, yeah. And Stanley, you're fat. You crush your wife during sex. Boom, roasted. <laughs> he's like, Oscar, you're gay. Boom, roasted. You, you're gayer than Oscar. Boom, roasted. But do you really think he's on top, PJ? Who? Uh, Stanley? Stanley? Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, Michael Scott said so. So yeah. Michael Scott said so. It's yeah, canonically correct. All right. All right, it's canon. 
Yeah, it's Canon Abby. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Okay. <laughs> you guys are so mean. To Can me. you get that as a uh, as a uh, thing on your soundboard? Please. I, when no. I when I'm home, I will. I'll add it. Yeah. You'll add to Michael Scott. Boom I don't have the soundboard with me today. Hey, Chad, I need you, you to the queen help died? Me. Who died? I'm just seeing this. The queen died. You are just finding out about this. Yeah, you guys see the queen died. The Queen of England. So what Tom, you're saying is, <laughs> what you're saying is that she's Tom. a vampire or a lizard person. Yeah, have you guys seen this just now? <laughs> I, I, mean, I know Tom. he's joking, but <laughs> too soon. You know, two bad things came out of England uh, this week. Uh, one was the Queen dying, and the other was Peppa Pig introducing their first same-sex couple on their What's show. What's the second one? <laughs> we are off the rails we off are the off rails. the rails off the rails we're gonna get kicked out you know i will i'll pull us back on the rails you had said that these are the five five seconds or so of twerking not that big a deal well I, no harm done no that's how you do it first yeah. it's one not you the, the the proverbial you the people say it's only five seconds what's the harm what harm could be done but it's like oh there's only one page where one character says the n-word in huck finn why would you care or there's only one five second clip where a guy is showing, you know, um, hardcore gay sex, uh, but it's only one five second clip. Yeah. I mean, where do you draw the five second line? It's that's kind of the, the stupid argument. The what is that? What is that thing? Hmm? I missed it. Yeah, she'd been dead. She'd been dead for a while. Go look at my gab because right before they announced she's dead, I was like, you guys, here's the evidence. She's dead. She's dead. And then sure enough, here she is dead. Just find out. <laughs> A cat in every pot. pot. <laughs> I don't know if this is a marijuana joke or what. So, but the, the oh, thing that's right about. <laughs> I'm just trying to confirm for my report. Wait, wait, wait. PJ was going to say I'm right. Go ahead, PJ. Go. No, I was going to say. <laughs> Tom's 100% right, but the, the, the right doesn't understand incrementalism the way the left does. Everything the left is doing started over 100 years ago. And people get so mad at me when I try to bring up history. I'm like, it's, it's because it's important because they have a long view of their goals and we don't. And that's why we lose because we, we were like, hey, this is the change I want to see. And then we advocate just for that change instead of going, okay, so it's happened in Virginia. I think, I don't know if it's Virginia, some state in the East Coast a few weeks ago. Somebody correct me on this. They had a vote for abortion and they said, look, should we get rid of 98% of abortions or no? And people were like, I'm an abolitionist. I would rather get rid of 100. So I'll vote no. That's why we lose, because we don't understand that you have to take the one you can get today and then fight for more ground tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We never do it. That's yeah, an interesting Save the babies you can save today. Save the Incre- babies you can save today. Yeah. In- oh, incrementalism. We save 60,000 babies instead of zero, and we, they think it's a loss. Like, it's, I don't know. Hey, it's- sorry, Tom. How does it feel to be interrupted? Oh, no, it's fine. I, look, I grew up in a family where if you wanted to be heard, you just talked. So the fact that like you guys take it all so serious, I'm just like, whatever. I'll, I feel I'll, like gonna, I'll let you guys get your spews out. It's all fine. I feel like I'm going to defend <laughs> Tom again, but I feel like I interrupt more than he does. You guys That's the whole thing. It's today. like it's a weird, weird it, it joke. It sad when Tom doesn't talk. I'm like, Tom's just giving everybody the silent treatment. <laughs> no, but PJ's not my arch enemy like Tom is. Oh, okay. Fair Thank enough. you, Waffle Salter. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Y'all know I like to drink, so any excuse. So are we are we going to talk about episode four of Hope? Yeah, we were getting know? there. We were just uh, oh yeah, we got off okay. the rails again. <laughs> I wasn't sure because I know Abby didn't finish it because she's lazy. And oh, I'm we were going to out here... me on. <laughs> well, listen, I'm over Abby here didn't do her homework. 
Like I'm over here reporting on site. The the feds had her doing other stuff, PJ. Right, I know. I'm over here reporting on site. I was busy. I've been at conventions all day. I've been playing music. I've been drinking a lot of beer. Okay, I've been really busy, and I still found time to make someone else sit through She-Hulk with me. And uh, it's it was the best and worst episode yet, I would say. Okay. What do you think, Abby, from half of the episode you watched? Uh, PJ. What? I have That's because Michigan sucks. <laughs> Can we? Where's the band button? They're not. Okay. No, 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 no. He's no, they're, not entire, they're not. I want to say <clears throat> this episode, the half I watched, confirms that this is awful as a courtroom drama. Awful Bingo. as a courtroom drama. Like they're not even trying to pretend like they're accurate. To, like what makes a good courtroom drama is following the rules of courtrooms and showing us how the legal system works. We need more good TV that shows how the legal system works instead of this like fake putting a drunk girl on, on the stand. Yeah. it Like it's not a courtroom drama at all. And they spend the pacing is wrong in every single way. They spend no time on any one thing. The only thing they really focus on. And actually, I, I'm going to give Woofy credit, who's here watching with me. So I put Woofy through some through some some hoops. But what he said to me is the, the whole point of the show, it seems like, is you know on a show you've got an overarching plot and then little mm-hmm. subplots? Mm-hmm. This show is all subplot and then four seconds of main plot every time. Yeah, did she like catfish some dude to sleep with her? Yeah, so the, the, the point of form, and yeah, then the, he woke up to her, and it was like the regular form person. He's like, "Whoa," you know. And right. then the media internet and social media got outraged because that character got mad that he was catfished by She-Hulk. Right. So the whole point of this episode, this is why I say it's the best worst episode, because the whole point of the episode, the courtroom drama stuff was a was a sideshow for four seconds. Mm-hmm. Somebody gave a crap about. It was entirely the whole episode was about about She-Hulk trying to get laid. It was mm-hmm. just, hey, how can I hook up on Tinder? Uh, because that makes me super progressive as a woman. Of course, they spent like five minutes in the beginning. Empowerment. Yeah, super empowerment to get banged and then have the guy leave for before breakfast. So, uh, and that's what happened in the episode, by the way. So, like the whole point is that there was a whatever you. It's your fault for not watching it. Uh, the. Wait, you mean to tell me that the guy who said all the right things perfectly... That was sitting there reading a feminist book? Yeah. They got her really hot? Wasn't her dream guy? Yeah, the guy who knew how to simp hard, the guy who knew how to say all of the correct left-wing things to get in her pants, then left. Do you mean all the guys in the comment of our She-Hulk video? All of of them, except (laughs) the only difference is that they've never been laid. That's the only difference. Um, Imagine my shock. Yeah, imagine my shock. I mean, incels comes from the left. Let's just be honest. But like the, <laughs> the 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 whole point was that they took a good chunk, more than the courtroom drama chunk, in order to have her go on some rants about how awful men are while she's trying to hook up with random dudes on the internet. And then the reason it was the best episode, it was the only episode with a legitimate action scene in it, and it was actually kind of good. I'll give it that. It had a. It, I don't know if you got to that part yet, Abby, but like there was Halfway a legitimately. Through. There's a legitimately good action scene in this one. It's the only one with an action scene at all. And so it was the best on one hand, and it was by far the worst for mm-hmm. the rest. Was of it was it better than the PS2 uh <laughs> cutscenes? It looked I mean, it was still not great CGI, but it was actually a it was actually a good fight scene. It was, it My was favorite meme was the uh, meme of the guy that was like uh crying, he's like, I'm missing my kid's birthday to make She-Hulk twerk. <laughs> Okay, so here's an overarching thing I want to talk about, because I think this is a really good microcosm of the state of feminism and the state of, like, things with women in America, men and women in America, is that 
something is like a legitimate hurt is being recognized. Like it sucks to get cat called. It sucks. It like just throws off your day, makes you feel like a complete piece of meat. Like I wish the stranger would tell me I have a nice butt. Yeah, seriously, I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> You're a as guy. Who, no, no, as someone. Well, that's a sexist thing to, to say. <laughs> no, men and that. women are different. Men and yes, women I are agree. different. That's true. For to me, say you're a guy, therefore you have to like it. That sounds pretty Joe no, Biden. Black no, Hall. I didn't say that. I said that you, you like it because you're a guy, not that it's good that you like it. But like, if I'm, let me just like, let me just be yeah, honest. Go ahead. Without yeah, being, go ahead. Without keep, being keep mocked. <laughs> if I'm in a parking that. lot, if I'm in a parking lot in public and some guy screams across the parking lot, nice ass. I don't even like, I genuinely don't feel safe. Like I'm, I'm in an, I'm in a, I'm in public, but I'm walking alone. Somebody felt like it was okay to do that. So they already saw that there was nobody around. So they feel comfortable doing that. So immediately I have my keys in my hands because I don't know. Like, yeah, what is he going to do? Is he going to leave it the way it is? Or is he going to get mad that I didn't acknowledge him? And like, I would say this. I wouldn't want yeah, catcalling my wife in the parking lot by herself <laughs> as she's out there. I wouldn't want my wife to be catcalled. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so, guys, I, we're taking it from thing. saying there's an exception to now, you know, we're condoning all cat. Co- that's not no, what we're no. saying here. <laughs> no, but I, I think that that feminists recognize a lot of the heart and root of feminism is in a genuine hurt, in a genuine saying something's not right here. Something's not right in the relationship between men and women in the society. And the answer, I think, is is porn culture. I think the answer is that so many guys are, are training themselves to see women as, as pieces yeah. of meat and then act that way. And feminism doesn't realize and, and name that as the problem. And so they name other things that aren't the problem, the problem, like just regular old masculinity. So that's an, that's certainly an error and an overcorrection. But I think what, that there's so much that is real that the right won't even acknowledge. What you're I saying is the correct. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'll just say this really quickly. I acknowledge that for sure. There are definitely people who exhibit that poor behavior, I also will give some space for there to be people who uh, do their mockery through mimicry. So if somebody is going to uh, use a gay slur to call their friend, it may be to mock people who normalize or to usually <coughs> use that word. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. to to do the thing you're mocking as to mock the thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe not always. That's where I would come from with it. I, I, I was being that- catcalled. I know that person doesn't actually think they're going to hook up with me that person doesn't actually think they're going home but if they're mm-hmm. like hey you know let take me home because it's a bunch of girls on a you know little bus that's you know they're doing the pedaling bike thing and they're drinking mm-hmm. beer around downtown and they're cat calling you walking down the street as a guy mm-hmm. you know that that's just people being flirty and funny a lot right. like how i think 90 percent of them would be it's in passing and it's like a social interaction that is fun and flirtatious and it makes a person feel vivacious i don't think a lot of people would get on the stand and swear you know, to Jesus Christ himself with a hand on the Bible and say every single time they've ever been approached in public, they hated it. So, yeah, what I would say, I think what a lot of Abby's talking about is a correct conservative response to this porn culture thing is that we have like there's there we hate feminists. So we go, we do this overcorrection thing where it's like, actually, it's good to objectify women. It's good. You know, it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. either. I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I actually agree with what you're saying, Tom. What Whew. I'm saying is, I just gotta convince yeah. them I didn't say that. No. Okay, now we're going. No, no, no. Go ahead. But like, what I'm saying really is, do. 
I think this idea that Abby's talking about, because this happens, I don't even think catcalling is the best like frame of mind for it. I think the disgusting things that people are sent in DMs is probably a better yeah. frame of reference. It's for all in the same. Yeah. Right. But like the flirty, the flirty, like joking, like, oh, hey, you know, cat calling this girl in a joking kind of way, like with a group of friends. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like there is there is this disgusting porn culture that objectifies women. And then women feel like, hey, it's actually wrong to be gross towards women in public, online, wherever. It's creepy. It's wrong. And I don't want to defend that as conservative. I think men should be gentlemen. I think what Tom's talking about is is a is is right is as far as like a joke a social interaction type it, joke but what i'm yeah. talking about is actual like disgusting yeah. like behavior that we've condoned because we hate feminists yeah we've yeah, gotten to the point that where it, even like nice compliment would be considered cat calls by right that's know. yeah that's all i'm trying and to I, defend is that i think yeah. a lot of guys correct to defending those compliments and and really very few girls have any type of problem with a compliment that feels innocent. What what we have a problem with is a compliment that knows it's over the line, but it's pretending to not be. I get so yeah. many comments yeah. from yeah, people. Yeah, those are the in the windows that they drop in there hoping, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, I have seen it, you know, I've seen uh, those types of uh of those things on on videos and and trainings and stuff like that. And you know, we've we've taken yeah. and those are definitely different than just your hey you, you know your haircut looked really nice today or something like right, that right I mean, exactly no girl has a problem with that yeah right but it, it, but, but, but feminists yeah. you know the hardcore feminists will take that and say no that's a cat call right and it's that, a micro it's a microaggression against right. me or you know even mm -hmm. you holding the door open for somebody to go in mm -hmm. they would find that to be a microaggression not all women i'm male chauvinism the, the, yeah they, they don't need you to hold the door for that right yeah so, so all, here put into this pot of cat calling we've conflated the two and that's the issue we've conflated yeah. the two because the media shows this is what quote-unquote cat calling is and in the and the way they portray it in a movie or in she hulk is a guy blocks a door and tries to be all creepy and rub his junk on a girl as she walks through and they're like oh that's cat calling so we're conflating compliments that's, that's sexual assault or battery right but that's what i'm saying is they're putting those two into the same pot so like the the overcorrection of some people is like oh it doesn't matter it's all the same and it's like both are wrong like there's Can a I... difference between the... sorry go ahead Abby okay this is one of the things that I hate like truly hate about being in a conservative space it there are people in the comments and there have been all night people being there's been some creepy comments toward me I'm married please don't um, and then there's comments now saying Abby grow up cat calling is laughable like. <laughs> I am not a feminist. I understand your anger at feminists. And I understand we're all fighting the the gross feminine over feminist overcorrection. I, I get that feminists have said horrible things toward men and they absolutely need to be corrected. But when women who are not feminists, who are classy women, who love their husbands, who will never sleep with anyone but their husbands, who don't want to be sexualized by other people who are not their husbands speak up about these things conservatives you mock us mm -hmm. when we stand up that, right? and ask to be respected the way that women were in the traditional times that you say you care about you mock us that's awful there's nothing that makes me not want to be a conservative like that and you're right about that 100 you see it all the time and no no one calls it out they just oh okay yeah like men stand up for women again 
That's yeah. conservative. Can I'm sorry. That? That's conservative. Being a gentleman, yes. being chivalrous, standing up for women. Like you hate feminists doesn't mean you hate women. And that's right. the, the over, that's that's the issue that we're having with a lot of people today is they think that uh, they think that it's the same with the NPC argument I've been making is they okay, hate what the fucking left does. stop. Fucking stop. Okay? Enough. I'll stop talking. <laughs> Enough. I don't want to see any of that shit ever again. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I am. I am. This one guy has been commenting this shit all night. I know, Profit, but, right? but you just ignore it. It's, yeah. you know, well, we can away. do this. I'm sorry. PJ, please continue. I don't know what I was saying. It's all good. I was just Profit. trying to say, I think that it's, I think that it's chivalrous to stand up for, for women. That's my point. So, yeah. Yeah. We blocked uh profit Ray there. So profit Ray's gone. So I feel like, I'll well, tell you what I have it. Table. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do we have the video we wanted to, to pull? I thought you had that it. was ready to go. You say you were pulling. You had it up. the you had the feminism video that was cued. We just never played it, or did we? No, we hadn't played it yet. It was just a. Uh, um... Let's play it. Okay, bring it up. Here we go. Let me uh, hit play. Feminism is a scam. A few years ago, I was an angry, blue-haired feminist. I once believed that male privilege was real and that I was a victim of the wage gap. Now that I understand the true motives of feminism, I know that this could not be further from the truth and that modern-day feminism is a war on true masculinity. Before women had the right to vote, most were stay-at-home wives, which meant they weren't working jobs and couldn't be taxed. Our overlords didn't like that. Rockefeller started funding feminist campaigns in media, and as a consequence of the movement, women started entering the workforce and leaving the home. Children would then be separated from their parents and sent to Rockefeller-funded schools to be indoctrinated by the state. All of this ultimately disrupting the family unit at its core. Feminism is defined as the belief in social, economic, and political equality of the sexes. But in the West, I must ask, what rights do men have that women don't? Modern feminists are convincing women that hookup culture, using hormonal birth control, and not shaving is liberation. That toxic masculinity is prevalent and the patriarchy must be dismantled through movies and media, we're taught that working for the man, climbing the corporate ladder and paying tax is more empowering and valuable than raising the next generation. Women have lost touch with our natural loving instincts and birth rates are plummeting. Men and women are not the same. And by protesting for equality of outcome rather than opportunity, feminists are demonizing and emasculating men. All right. Yeah, one problem I have right off the bat, I hate the people that hold the microphone like this or they have the earpiece and they hold it like this. Can you either put the mic on like it's it has a clip, have a little lapel clip or put it over your shoulder or tuck it in. Do something. If you're going to be professional and have a microphone, don't then do this and hold it. It's just there, it makes no there sense. are people with millions of TikTok followers who still do the earbud up to their mouth thing. It's like, a trend. It it's makes so it look annoying. like they're not putting effort. I actually, in. I actually spent the twenty whole dollars it costs to buy a microphone for your phone. You, you know, you make that more, make more than that on TikTok. Sorry, that's a pet peeve of mine too. But anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise, I liked it. Yeah, it sounds smart. She had a lot. To, she had a lot that was distracting to, to me. Yeah. The uh, holding the I microphone. Thought she was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, she, I, she was it's like, not a microphone. It's an she's got an accent and she's holding. It. A, I thought she was a yeah. cigarette. And I was like, where is it? She's not smoking. She's it's, never hitting it. Oh, I see. It's this thing on the earbud, and they hold it up to their mouth like they're freaking fed. Post. I thought she was. Here, yeah. I thought she was doing this, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't have a video uh, queued up. You wanted to. Um, oh. Well, I was gonna say we're getting close to the end. We're getting yeah, the last call. Do we have? Yeah, else we have a last call coming up in a second. So get yeah. your things in, and then we will uh, watch this in the meantime. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We gave the we gave the heads up, and now we'll yep. watch this. There we go. Go ahead. Going ahead. 
Hang on, I'm going to make it full screen because I know you're going to ask me to. <laughs> can you make that, can you make that full screen? Full screen, please. And if I never made a dollar again, I'm blessed. Never stop giving a box, white rock in the flesh. Oh, yes. Shovel rocks on my coffin, got a cop, so I'm dead. No stress. 100,000 fans coming to cut off your head. Slow death. Most illest singer, both middle fingers thrown in the air. I don't care till I'm a ghost or cripple. Yeah. I ain't gonna chill, homie, sit down. I am still the biggest with a now. I am independent, you are bitter and pathetic. When it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Come and get down. Everywhere I go, so riot. People crying. Everywhere you go, it's silent. Why so quiet? I show up and it's a riot. They excited. Where you go ain't nothing like it. Why so quiet? Even if I never made a dollar again, I'm blessed. Never stop giving a box, white pack in the flesh. Oh, yes. Till I'm dead, I swear to God, I'll do it my way. Grind it all my life, now every day is Friday. Independent legend, unheard of at my age. Middle finger flipping, got scribbles on my face. I will not go mainstream, dog, you know I hate pop. I'll be screaming the industry until my veins pop. That's a fake pop. Okay, so. Gang ops, ain't the same, stop. No one knows your name, that's why you. Can I say an unpopular thing? I don't like Tom McDonald. Am I the only one? In the air, you're muted, Tom. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm sure you're not the only one. Okay, thank you. No, I like him, but I'm sure you're not the only one. Everywhere I go, so riot. People crying. Everywhere. Well, anyways, that's the song. You got the gist okay. of it, I guess. Yeah. If you're not I'll a big you fan, guys comment first. No, 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 I didn't mean it that way. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Oh, no, it's, yeah, listen, we got the gist no, of it. I mean, everyone's cool. You, you have people that don't like Bryson Gray's type of style of music. I mean, there it's if it's pointing to her, uh, more of a the type of what we talked about last week with Tim Pool and his type of music and stuff like that, if it's all moving culture away from the degenerate culture that we have, and if he's Am pushing I, that, I guess I guess I'm just wondering, am I missing something with this music video? Maybe I'm just tired. It It's called Riot, right? Yeah, it was called Riot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And look for the people that want to see it. You know what it's called. You know where to find it. If you don't, then mercy. You got out of it. All right. So we're at last call. Well, we're a little bit past last call. We got about six. Yeah. We're collecting. We're collecting the glasses from last call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're putting bar stools up on the on the top of the tables. Yeah. Right. So let's go ahead and uh, uh, get to our last call. Uh, save super chats that we had here. This one was from Ripcord earlier. He said this one is a double. So thank you so much, Ripcord, thank for you, your Ripcord. Um, donation there. A Waffle Salter came in with 20. He said, cheers, all. Thank you so much, Walter Waffle Salter. EWUSA with a super sticker for $2. So thank you so much for that. Uh, the big one that came in here said this was the off-subject one, but to our brave armed forces on 9-11, Eve, thank you for your service. Yes, for all thank of you, you guys, guys that are out there, thank you so much for your guys' service. Thank you so much, Waffle Salter, for that as well. Yeah. Um, EWS says, I'm an immigrant from Moldova. Moldova? Moldova. Moldova. I appreciate the freedom that is that this great country offers me, and I will fight to keep it this way. God bless all of you. So thank you so much, so much, uh, EW. Uh, this thank one you. this one was uh, heavy metals, and we said we would make sure we answered this question. It says, do you support Constitutional Article 5 Convention of the States? We have 19 of the 34 required states on board, 
and we can bypass Congress and neuter the Fed. What do you guys think? So I know the um, the constitutional lawyer who's kind of heading up the cons- Convention of the States push. He's been doing that for years, uh, Michael Ferris. I I support it, but I also think it might be too late to put the cat in the bag. So I'm kind of I'm kind of rooting for it. What do you guys think, Tom? Um, <clears throat> frankly, I would like to see that, but I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't know the yeah. details of that. I think we're going to see fragmentation and balkanization before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so the, the further that our side pushes for that, the worse things get, not as a consequence, but as a correlation. Right. So it's like, Hey, for all the success that you see people being, uh, I don't know, putting, th- putting pressure on this to occur, meaning, Hey, there's going to be more pressure on them to react or to do something to stop it or to save it. And that means false flags. That means attacks. That means you name it. I, we, I we think nine 11 was one time 20 something years ago. We're going to you know, see it again. Tenfold. Yeah. I think, I think that uh, the push for something like that, even if it's right, is just like you said, the consequence of it, whether that's right or wrong is going to be more polarization. And, and uh, I, I think it's a pipe dream to believe in something like that happening without further bloodshed in this country, without real bloodshed in this country. I don't think the left is just going to give up something like that. Uh, whether it's done through the legal means or not. I just don't think we're at a place like that in America today. Yeah, I think they, um, they've done a phenomenal job as far as what they've been able to yeah. do with state legislatures and, and things yeah. like that uh, throughout the country to move in that direction. However, as mm-hmm. Tom and both uh, uh, Abby and, um, and PJ have mentioned, it, I think we, we're just we're, – we're, we're close, but we're so far away at the same time that they will do whatever they can in order to ensure that we don't – we can't reach or obtain that to be able to help curve any of that. Uh, they're, they're not just going to go, darn, you got us there. And we're yeah. just, just let it go. It's, that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. feel, I do feel like a uh, convention of States is like throwing all the marbles back into the center. And mm-hmm. we feel like we won a lot of good ground with the mm-hmm. first go around of claiming mm-hmm. what rights are ours and then installing them into a constitution and in, mm-hmm. in framing our, in framing, framing our, uh, our government around that. So I don't think it would be necessarily the wisest thing to say, okay, all the, you know, all the bullets back in the middle, we're going to just, you know, slap the hippos back again and see what we can get again. I I think we need to add to not just say, let's redo. Yeah. I don't think it's kind of like that. I remember, I I think he was on with uh, Tim pool like last month and they were talking about that and it, it's not like, you know, putting all the uh, marbles back in the center. Um, There is a, 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 designated process for that so they can't just go back and say yeah we're going to get rid of all these other constitution uh constitutional rights it has to be something different i believe uh, but i could be wrong i mean we i would have to read a little bit more onto that um i mean my concern that. is that they are able to steal elections and get away with it even being seen to do it mm-hmm. so my concern would be we have a convention of states and then you see great new amendments passed, but the language is such that in two years, a judge can say this and then overturn that. And now all of a sudden that right is actually a right of the government. And that's what I'm afraid that they will have. Yeah. Yeah. Convention of the States is just, you know, it's, it's a new evil. Like it's, it's something we haven't been tried. We don't know what the ramifications are. I think it's interesting that the, the founding fathers, they had this conversation and it was a conversation where the people who are on the side of the, the federal the Federalists wrote all of the Federalist papers defending mm-hmm. the idea of, of that system, the system that we have. Right. And then there was a whole group that wrote the Anti-Federalist papers saying, hey, look, these are the concerns we have. And a lot of the things that they said came true. 
mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that Convention of the States is a better system. It's just the one right. we haven't tried yet. Right. Yeah. We got this one from Movie Dog. He says, your thoughts on uh, how it will all end. Do we win? I know we hope not, but Silver War, question mark. Who wants to cover this first because I got thoughts? Um, I Go ahead, Frank. I, I think that uh, I think we do win the Indian, but it's not the way we we think of it today. I, I don't think it's that type of win that we want because it's going to come at a cost. Right. And so I, I you know, I, I just I, I don't want to see where we're headed the way we're going right now because you you compare it to history, you see where this ultimately ends. And yeah, there will be a reckoning for all of this, but do we really want to have to go through it? And, you know, I just, you know, I worry about, you know, certain aspects of that because I have a family, just like many of you guys out there, and you don't want to have to see your family, your, your children or grandchildren have to go through what possibly will come after what we are currently seeing. So, um, you know, that's I want to say I want to say this. I think that well, I, not I think I'll say this. I know we win in the end, in one way. I, and this is this is where your hope has to lie. Your hope has to lie in Christ because we win in the end, regardless. One day America is going to fall. One day the world's going to fall. Yep. One day some globalist will take over and implement all the all of your worst fears. It's going to happen at some point. So, do we win in the end? Well, who, who are you putting your hope into? And that's what it really comes down to. And I think beyond that, do I think that we have a chance to win in America? Like Frank said, I think we do. I think it's going to come at great cost, and it's not going to be something you want to see, and it's it's going to be awful. But it, it, that's the thing. It's like this stuff is worth fighting for. This is the thing I'll argue with uh, Christians on all the time. I'll say this stuff is worth fighting for. Fighting for your neighbor, fighting for your family, fighting for your country is worth fighting for. But if that's where your only hope lies, then you've already lost. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, I would say I, I was going to guess that it I would. Whoop, I would say that it would guess. Um, something very Christ-like, something self-sacrificial. Uh, and to your point, I don't think the win that we want is going to look the way that we think it will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people will recognize the win necessarily when we see it on the horizon. Um, and we're not there yet, but I think that it will, like the country itself may not be the the emulation, but something is going to be burnt out and will be gone. And we're going to see something new coming within the next like era of American politics. Cause it's not going to be the way it has been for the last 80 or so years. I don't think. Um, and to that point, whether it's like the Harry Potter ending of you have to work away and chip away at it until then you can sacrifice the last little piece of what is good to kill off. What is also bad only to save it at the, I don't know if that's going to be the case or if it is, um, you know, more to the reality of you're putting your faith in, you know, the one true, person who has control of this and then knowing hey even if at the end we lose winning is that you continue to fight while we can yep um this one came in from waffle salter again said uh rap battle fun for abby versus pj maybe in a future episode we will have a rap battle between the two can we I'm do like an impromptu it. freestyle right no. now no so we don't have any no, uh, no. okay <laughs> both of you are no, saying no. okay uh, Ripcord came in with a ten dollar one. Says a cat in every pot. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Venezuela. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Venezuela, cat in every pot. Ripcord's eating cats. <laughs> uh, Waffle Salter also came in with ten dollars. Says the left likes to argue party switch lines. No receipts. What do you say? 
No, they didn't. They de- yeah, they, d- they didn't switch anything. They debunked a million times. It's just, but it's if you were sitting thing. on the loser's bench and you had an O and however many record, wouldn't you say, oh, no, we just switched jerseys before this game started? Wouldn't you say that? There have been, I think, two, two, and then if you count now, three massive shakeups in the parties. I think the the core stuff hasn't changed, but I think some of the surface level stuff has to the extent where you can argue that the party switched. Yeah. Uh, You're wrong, but you can argue that. The unit party might use the two parties to like play hot potato with a couple issues. Like yeah. if it's, uh, you know, you can name one. Um, police look, look. using police and the FBI as a force. You know, if mm-hmm. the right did it, the left would hate it. Now that the left has power, the unit party just tosses that potato back, and now the other yeah. hand can wield that like a weapon. And we're all going to be mad at the FBI. But if the FBI kicked the doors in on Hillary Clinton and Chappaqua, we'd all be going yeehaw. So I can understand right. this. Con- you know, conservative ideals have not changed as much as people think. And yeah. and here's here's the proof. Okay, they say the shakeup happened in the 1960s after the. Uh, civil rights movement mm-hmm. read read um shoot read the read the book god and man at yale especially mm-hmm. read the modern introduction to it that was written by why can't i think william f buckley jr and tell me that it's changed that much it, you will think he re- wrote it yesterday for mm-hmm. conservatives for real conservatives not rhino fox wing republican mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. i'm saying if you think that there was a real shakeup in conservative ideals mm-hmm. I, hey man, just I, I'm just going to say to you, it's a great suggestion, but if you think the people on this stream who won't even watch She-Hulk are going to go read your book, I got news. <laughs> I think somebody in the chat said... Yeah, better use of their time than watching She-Hulk, Seriously. that's for sure. Party that's switch never happened. True. Look it up. Two politicians switching doesn't mean it was a party switch. I think this is Boom, similar roasted. to what we have right now, is that we have so much shake up where we have a couple senators right now who might switch over, or who sometimes vote differently. And I think that's okay. But like that's, that's the uniparty getting so bare on their cushion yes. that they have to right. show their root. Their true, yes. like, so that's their true colors coming out. That's a, that's a guy on the left going, shoot, I have to go this way just to balance this or really more mm-hmm. likely a bunch of rhinos jumping on and right. saying, Oh, I'll vote this way if I have to. Yeah. And that's Mitt Romney. That's Lindsey Graham. That's others. And we see them. Mm-hmm. Also, if Tulsi Gabbard decides she wants to be a liberal leftist from 10 years ago and not a liberal leftist from 2022, she didn't right. switch parties. It's stupid. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think switch parties is an oversimplification. And just because the left shifted further left doesn't mean mm-hmm. that Tulsi Gabbard is not a liberal. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I think we see we see this every time politics gets really, really difficult. We see this with slavery. We see this with like really, really difficult things where people aren't quite brave enough or, you know, things get shaken up. But. Yeah. Do we have any other super chats, Frank? Nope. That was it. That was everything Ooh. for the last call tonight. So thank you all who have uh, donated in for tonight's stream all the round. I'm through all my drinks already. Um, if you, yeah. If you're watching still, make sure you like comment, share, make sure you're subscribed to everybody in the links in the description of the video. And again, thank you for being here. Thank yeah, you I so don't much, believe guys. we have any more guests the rest of the month out. So I think it's just going to be us. And then next month, I do believe we have your friend, PJ. Frankie Rodriguez yes. and uh, Stephen Ignoramus are going to be on next month. So yeah, yeah so, some exciting uh, stuff so the, coming up. Yep. So the, for the next couple of uh, weeks, we'll just yeah. be the uh, core team here, which is fantastic. We'll be able to cover some other topics that we want to cover. Um, and if you guys have any suggestion as far as topics you want us to cover or guests that we might want us to reach out to, 
Make sure you follow us over on our Twitter account, Last American Pubcast. The base producer is always looking for uh, awesome people to follow and suggestions for uh, this show. So if you want to go reach out to him, make sure you reach out to the base producer over on our official Twitter account. <laughs> all right. Uh, so with that being said, thank you, everybody. Thank you uh, to our all of our hosts here tonight. And we will see you guys next Saturday when the pub reopens. Make sure you tip the waitress on the way out. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. God bless.